make it a clean sweep. I got a Dallas eleven and six. He kept the, you know, I know they would say, oh well, he kept the tiger block. He could have kept the tiger block and not straddled homeboy. You know what I mean? He could have moved his leg. So oh, it yeah. was fine. It's just I'm just saying. Ramirez just I mean, had a little. It, it, it wasn't, little it wasn't necessary. Nothing wrong. He didn't need to but, get to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but, wrong. Bills in a last second field goal or a last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers to take the division. He's taking field goals too. I want to bet. <laughs> right? I want. Are we live? I didn't play the intro. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another great LTS show. Uh, I am your host, Bodkins. I didn't play the intro, so I don't know. Hold on. Uh, all right, we'll keep going. Uh, there it is in the background. It's all good. Uh, we'll keep going. Uh, welcome to another LTS show, folks. Man, it is a wild day in sports. We got two games, game six going on. What happened just previously in baseball, Phillies lose to the Diamondbacks. And uh, in the ALCS, it's game seven. Uh, plus, we got Monday Night Football. Uh, man, it is here we go. We're ready. Uh, let's go ahead. You know, we didn't get a talk last night about the game that was really going on as we wrapped it up. Um, but uh, I think it's time to spell the Dolphins. I think they are the big F word, folks. And I don't mean fuck. I mean frauds. The Dolphins are fraudulent. That's right. It seems to me when the Dolphins, when the lights are bright, the Dolphins don't come to play, folks. And uh, to talk about it and to defend his team's honor, and we can bring the rest of the guys in here in just a second, but the one and only Mr. Yankee Finn, Johnny Cruz. Uh, is this on? Is this thing on? Okay. Um, what's going on, Nicholas A. Smith? Um, <laughs> nah, um, they, they, they are not frauds. Um, I know that's the narrative going around right now that, that the Dolphins are only beating uh, cupcake teams. But um, That's all they've beaten, this- Johnny. Okay, but if you watch this past week, a couple of those cupcakes beat some good teams. Uh, I understand. Like, like any given Sunday, can, 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 right. any given Sunday, any team can win. You know, again, we, we, we're not frauds, but again, we deserve the label of not, not having stepped up to beat a good team yet. We, we have to deal with that. You'll say it is what it is. But, you know, we went up to Philly, played a really, you know, good, the defending NFC champs. Uh, I thought we, you know, we played fairly well against them. We made some mistakes. Um, somehow, the, the Philadelphia Eagles did not commit one penalty at all while we committed 10. Um, even though there were some egregious ones there, but it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a, it's one loss. We're five and two. We're still in first place in our division. Uh, we still have an opportunity for the number one seed overall. Um, our next test, you know, yeah, we got to defend home turf this week coming up against the Patriots, but then we have the Kansas City game in Germany in two weeks. That's going to be our next big test. And 
another opportunity to, to show people that no, we are not frauds. Um, we're a good team. We just got to we just got to get better. You said something before air. You said you didn't care. You know, um, if they got into the dance, it, you know, you wouldn't care That's if it. they. You know this. This game means nothing. Uh, right, but getting to nobody, the dance. Nobody, nobody's going to look back and be like, oh, well, you know, they, they only beat, you know, cupcake teams or a bunch would, of sucky teams. If you're, if you're in the playoffs, you're in, you're in the damn playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? And, again, I think, I understand I think we're that, only, only going to get better as the season goes along. So um, if, if, if Kansas are, City beats the shit out of us and then Baltimore beats the shit out of us and then Buffalo again – then yeah, I'd be like, oh shit, not then I'd be worried. Okay, but you know, okay. saying we, we got our we That's got our goals by Buffalo. I give it to Buffalo. We played better against Philly again. If we got Kansas City, we got um, Dallas, we got at Baltimore, um, and then we got that last game against against Buffalo. So there's four more games here. If we go zero and four in those games and wind up eleven and six with six losses coming to all good teams, then I'll be a little worried. But um, you know, saying as of right now, we're five okay, and two in first that's place. That's my question. Yeah, if, if we don't beat a good team all year, then I'll be nervous because we're probably going to go into the playoffs and get and get our asses whooped in the playoffs. But I I, I expect us to because play these better. are the teams gonna, you got. We're going to get some key. We're going to uh, get some key guys back over the next few weeks. So um, I, I expect us to to play a lot better uh, once we get further into the season. Man, we're only going to get better. It's only week seven. I, I know it's week seven, but, I mean, we're about halfway through the year. And, and you got to play who's on your schedule, so I'm not. But the two games, I said I was rooting for you all last night. I said this should be a two MVP game. I expect. And now no. I'm off. I'm off the Dolphins bus. I'm off. <laughs> you guys are frauds. That's fine. That's so fine. There'll be plenty, there'll be plenty, there'll be plenty of space to, for you to jump back on in a, in a few weeks, bro. It, and you guys are only in first place is because this man's team uh, beat the Bills somehow. Uh, you know, again, any given Sunday, shit happens. But uh, our own Hall of Famer, Scott Cobe. How dare you look past the New England Patriots next week, Johnny? How dare you? I, I did not. Talk about I, said, I, said, I said we got to handle our business at home. I am not, I am not looking past uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, they're going to be motivated to play. Um, I'm sure he's gonna watch that tape of Buffalo and what Philly did to us, and he's gonna try to come up with a sip. But he ain't got the players that Philly has. That's the difference there. That's true. Oh, and hey, that's and, true. and and Mac Jones, you know, he played okay yesterday, but he is no Jalen Hurts. So no, I expect a competitive game, but I we we should win that game by ten points at least. The only they don't have AJ Brown lined up. Did the right. Dolphins the ever think beat- about guarding him last night, Johnny? Because, I mean, Jesus. I said, please, A.J. Brown, don't do anything. I'm going up against him in fantasy. And the Dolphins like, oh, yeah? Well, here, we'll just leave him wide open for like 11 catches, two touchdowns, and 150 well, yards. That's because they knew they that were- you were a fraud fan. They knew that you was, <laughs> that you didn't mean it. <laughs> so they wanted to they, I gave them I gave them opportunity to prove themselves, Johnny. <laughs> I gave. I, I, I wanted to prove some stuff. Did you lose Nick, the fantasy? Were... Did you lose the game? You want to lose? Oh yeah, game lost game? my fantasy. <laughs> lost it all. Thanks to your fucking golf. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry well, about Nick, that, man. I think they were afraid if they breathed on him, they would call Ooh. a pass interference penalty against them. So, bro, like that, that, that was that was ridiculous yep. last night. But he he's he's a stud, man. I mean, I, I don't know Boy, what stupid ass team would would ever trade him away. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, he, he's a he's a hell of a player. They got um, in the in and, and we'll go ahead and we'll talk about that too. And they got richer today. A day after they beat the Dolphins, they trade uh, pretty much two bottomless picks and uh, mm-hmm. Tremont Edmonds for one of the best safeties in the league. Uh, you know, and he gets to join his old brother AJ Brown and Julio Jones uh, yeah. in Philly and Kevin Barrett. And to help us talk about that, it's none other than uh, Mr. First Down. Oh, Nikki, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Not really. You're annoying as fuck. Anyway, as, how are you, sir? <laughs> as, Sam, as Sam comes in, Nick, I'll give you another fraud team. If the 49ers lose to the Vikings tonight. Whoa, whoa, fraud whoa. Team. Another fraud team? So another now you're one. jumping on it too, Scott? Another, oh, I'm not. not. I have the Dolphins. <laughs> no, it's listen, not good, man. It's I have a good. ticket. I have a ticket, in all honesty. Four months ago, before the season started, yeah. I bet the Dolphins to win the AFC East. I already yeah. bet them. I think they're winning the AFC East. I think they're the most talented team in the division. They better because I, I took your lead and I did the same. Yeah. I did the yeah. same thing and I put something yeah. on them too. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but right now, I'll tell you if the 49ers lose to the Vikings tonight, they're a fraud team. They're complete frauds. <laughs> no, complete frauds. no Trent Williams and no Debo. Oh, and that, we, that's we just, it for them. I mean, no, no. Oh, I, think I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about. Players being out, man. No excuses. Okay. You know and three okay. three fifths of our line are two okay. top corners. And, and, hey, and we're excuses not are like buttholes. Everyone ten. got one, and they all stink, Johnny. Right. By the way, Johnny, a bunch of referees wearing Kelly Kelly Green t shirts underneath their their uniforms. You know, said it was, by, it was by the way last night, man. It looks good. The Kelly. By the Green. way. I- I watched the show last night on YouTube called the NFL Wrap-Up Show. Oh, here we go. You were on it. Rob Logan was on it. And, and some Cowboys fan was on it, too. <laughs> Alex, Alex. Okay. So, okay. And I, love, and I love the new, new setup. And I love the promotion with Bully Ray. I'm a big Bully Ray fan. I love Bully Ray. Yeah, I didn't know Rob talking. Logan. Nice. I gotta get Rob on. I gotta find out, get some bully Ray stories. But, but anyway, he said that when the Patriots were good, the league catered to them. Basically, called penalties for them, set them up, did whatever. So I did a little research today on this Alan Perales comment, who <laughs> stuck his foot in his mouth again. Do you know that from 2016? To the day he retired, Tom Brady had the third fewest roughing the passer penalties called on him for other teams. Third fewest. The only guys that were behind him were Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, and Eli Manning. That's number one. Number two, defensive pass interference. From 2007 when they got Randy Moss to 2019, they had a total of like 38 pass interference penalties called against them in all those years, okay? And they had Randy Moss and Wes Welker. Allen, when a team gets a good good players, deal with it. The Patriots had good players and a great coaching staff. Deal with it, okay? The league did not cater to the New England Patriots and did not set them up for success. Okay. I mean, you might have, back you, you might you might have missed one important rule, and that was the tuck rule, Scott. That's the only that that's the only one I will. Uh... One, <laughs> one one thing 
over the course. Hey, of that was pretty big. It was Scott, a pretty I'm big not gonna one. lie, that, that was, was pretty that big. That started one. the French. That started the, the dynasty. Yes, I agree. But when somebody like Allen says that the league set the Patriots up to succeed all these years, they did not. They did not. Well, Allen's a Cowboys fan, so he's just bitching and moaning because his yeah. team hasn't won anything <laughs> yeah. in thirty years. Allen, guess what? Since 1998 or 1999, the Dallas Cowboys have been have sucked. We'll find ass. it, Chris. I promise. Somewhere <laughs> they've they they've had one one playoff win since since their Super Bowll run. So guess what? Yeah. Until you, until you the Super Bowl, Allen, you shouldn't be talking about other franchises. Flow same <laughs> way. Any Cowboys fan, same way. Stop talking about the Patriots and how the league set them up. It doesn't happen. And guess who the best team in the league is right now? It's the Kansas City Chiefs, okay? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, till somebody knocks them off, they're the best franchise in football right now. Deal with the NFL. Deal with the it Cowboys. Ain't the best. They are. They're man the Swifties. Uh, Sam, I, I do want to talk to you about I'm the out. big trade. That, Thank you, guys. Uh, See you later. <laughs> the the big yeah. trade that went down today uh, is your team con- uh, continues to sell off pieces, and that first piece was Kevin Byard. Yes, unfortunately, uh, Kevin Byard, uh, Middle Tennessee uh, State University alum. Uh, he's from Philadelphia originally, so I imagine that probably played into it as well. But, uh, you know, if your GM is irresponsible and you get in cap trouble and you don't have any draft picks and you're, you're handcuffed to paying contracts to Jadavian Clowney to wear a different jersey, Julio Jones to wear a different jersey, this this is what happens. So, it the, the, the league isn't going anywhere. I hope – I wish him nothing but the best, and I hope he can get one with the Eagles. I'm, I'm curious about this defensive back, though. I don't know where he rates. but Terrell uh, Edmonds, wasn't he with the Bills? I feel like they just signed him. No, that yeah, was the, did, the, yeah. the no, that was his brother, the the linebacker that was. Oh, okay, the Bears. okay, okay, okay. okay the Bills, you're the Bears. Right. He he was he was on the Steelers, and then went oh, okay. to Philly, and he's yeah. the one that got burnt by Tyreek on that touchdown pass. Uh, they said, in the get corner. him out. So I'm sure, yeah, out. I'm sure the general manager was like, yeah, we need to replace that motherfucker right there. Uh, so the, uh, uh, Sam, let me let me. They ask got a good Sam. player, man, for nothing, bro. That's a good player, man. Baird is well, a good player. Well, bro. hold on. Before that, there is there are some things here that they're keeping in mind. He's not on the right side of 30. He isn't. And I'm not yeah. dissing him because he just left. These are just facts the way it is. Uh, the know. guy that is the strong safety has played better than him the last two years. I'm not saying he's a bad player by any degree, but he certainly hasn't lived up to the massive contract we paid him. And as one, as much as I would have loved to keep him, beggars can't be choosers. You're they, you got to do it. Sam, are they doing him a favor too, trading him to the likes of the Eagles Absolutely. team that can, can, yes. can win it all? Yeah. Hey, go catch Absolutely. your ring. Uh, you, you said it, Sam. He's on the backside, you know, probably the downside of his career. Uh, he's got the three back more, nine four more years left, you know. Well, I mean, like like Sam said, he he grew up there or something like that. AJ Brown's on the team. That was his boy. So, like the um, owner, they, they the did owner, him a solid, bro. They did him a solid. The owner uh, released a whole statement about him. All right, and you don't do that just for anybody. You know, right, he, right. he meant a lot to us. He was there in the good times and the dark times, and of course, I'll miss him. But this is this is what happens. This is football, and this is a business. At the end of the day, that's, that's so how sad. it is. So Sam, how how I saw your tweet earlier today. How likely are they to trade Derrick Henry in your mind? 
Uh, according if they, if they can Diana, get somebody to pay for them. According to Diana Russini, who probably lives somewhere at Baptist Sports Park down here, because she always gets the first Titan story, which yeah. is bizarre to me. Doesn't she live in this kid's basement? Vrabel's basement? Yeah. She's somewhere. Uh, I thought she was in Sean McVay's basement. Oh, anyway. So she goes back and forth. Put the lotion on its skin. Anyway. Allegedly, but, allegedly. Let's allegedly, throw that out there before allegedly, we get any kind of trouble. Yeah. Allegedly. But uh, allegedly. no, it, it's, um, she always gets the first story. And she uh, she said it's very unlikely, unlikely that Derek would get traded. So I, I think they're prob- they probably put him out there and they weren't going to get a good whatever they were looking for for him. Yeah. But it made sense to me just because Tajay Spears has been running really well behind a bad O-line. I don't think the phone's ringing. I mean, the the phone's just not ringing. I don't think for Derek Henry. Probably not. It's just like any other thing. But now I I saw something about Jeffrey Simmons. Like seriously? No, 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 no. Isn't he like twenty six? No, that tweet. That tweet. Like we just signed Jeffrey to ten million dollars a year. He's not going anywhere. Twenty, bro. It's it's close to the twenty. You're talking about Jeffrey Simmons. Yes, the defensive tackle, the badass yeah. defensive tackle. He's making $20 million a year. Bro. Oh, yeah. Tw- I'm sorry. $20 million a year. Uh, yeah. No, he is the bedrock of this defense. Uh, some guy sent out a tweet like that, and it, it took fire, and it, there's no way he's going anywhere. So, okay. uh, it's – yeah, I mean, next up is probably Danico Autry, I would guess, and then after that you probably are going to see ball off. Something what like about Traylon Burks? It seemed I saw somebody yeah, said that today. That that, yeah, that he's Burks. I mean, he can't he can't even see the field, so I don't know what team's going to trade for him. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs could be interested. He's still on a rookie contract, so he'd be. This is only his, what second year in the league, Sam. Why? Say, why I trade Burks? Year. I think you trade Burks because either hey, he's not working out, or Vrabel doesn't like him, or you're yeah. seriously just got your eye on next year. Um, but you, he can't even. Those. I mean, the, the thing of it is, is Burks can't even get can't on the field. field. Like, I mean, he can't, he's, you know, can't he's, he's healthy, healthy, right? he can't stay healthy, right? He can't stay healthy. He sure can't. You got any offensive linemen you can get rid of? <laughs> but according to Diana Rossini, that it was Bayard and him that were getting the most calls. So that that's all I know as far as that. But I I, I probably almost guarantee that this is just the first domino to fall. There will be others. There'll be others. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it early in the season they, that they probably should have done this, you know. Yeah, I, I was team burn it down during the offseason. Just go ahead yeah. and do it, you know. Right. And now right. you had yeah. to make us suffer and hope, get, take hopium for uh, six weeks just just to do it now. So um, I, I saw a tweet today, and I don't know where it came from, but they said this could be the most active NFL trade deadline that they can ever remember. That doesn't surprise me. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in that. I, mean, I don't buy in that because it's. It just seems like it's just like every other trade deadline. It's all smoke and mirrors. You know, it, it, it's like the NFL draft. It's too. The draft is like that. It's all fucking. Just everybody sitting in the car, hot boxing. So it's just a bunch of smoke <laughs> everywhere, and you can't see shit, and you can't fucking. You know, uh, you're not even clear enough to see what's going on. So. Uh, I, well, I, I mean, I think it's all Chris, spoken. Chris Greer, Chris Greer has made a couple of trades in the last couple of deadlines, um, and there, there's reports that he's he's looked because Isaiah Wynn apparently is is going to be multiple weeks um, out for us uh, on the inside of that offensive line. So he's supposed to be making supposedly he's making some calls to see about a possible 
nobody like big time, but just a serviceable offensive lineman or or a defensive tackle or something like that. We we definitely need help in the trenches, but um, it, it's it's gonna be funny. It's gonna be interesting to see. I think it's what a week from tomorrow is the deadline. Yeah, next Tuesday. Yeah, a Halloween day. Yeah, thirty first. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, oh man! Tavis commented in the chat. <laughs> he should just come in. Yeah, because you know he wants to drill the Packers. We, we talked all the Packers on last night's show, so uh, we don't need to talk about that shitty team uh, right now. <laughs> I don't so know why you people are bringing up like old stuff. Why you guys keep bringing up old stuff? Are the t- well, we got to talk about the Dolphins because we didn't get to talk about it last night. So we got to talk about the fraudulent Dolphins. That's no, it. I was you know? trying to defend you with the Packers. You see Look at the drive oh. is. Drive okay, bye. Got to go. Yeah, see ya. Beep, beep, beep. The, the, 40, Taylor, the 49ers are about to bro. lose tonight. The 49ers might lose tonight. Man, to the Vikings. What's the score? I'm watching the baseball game. It's 4 they 2 Texas. Uh, uh, Four two to Texas. Oh look, seventeen to seven. Yeah, he didn't hear. He, he just he just allowed Jordan Addison to get a sixty yard touchdown. No way, bro. Yep. Like you're always. Yeah. What are you way doing? Ahead of me, what are you doing? What, it, it should. It should be noted, back. One minor note here: with Kevin Byard gone, you save sixteen million against next year's cap. That's yeah. It's that's a, Titan, it's a huge the, thing. The Titans' total cap next year. Is up to ninety nine point seven. That's second most in the league. So yeah. they're they're going to yeah. make moves next year. It's just a matter of getting there, I suppose. They were they were they were much mm. much mm. motivated to get rid of him as at any cost. I think. I yeah. think so. so. Minnesota just scored a touchdown with seven seconds left in the second quarter. Because, because right, the San Francisco sixty yard sixty yard touchdown. It's seventeen to seven if they make this extra point. Wow. Johnny, if you yeah. notice, the San Francisco defensive back was more interested in trying to rip the he ball tried, from him yeah. than trying yeah. to tackle. A lot, a lot of guys do that. that. That's so annoying. 17-7 and a half. 17-7, though. That's nothing for the 40. It's, we're talking about Kirk Cousins here, folks. He'll no, fuck it up. I, I know. Well, I mean, he's already Kirk Cousins. He, for the if, night. If, if the Packers aren't good, Nick is pissed. He just wants he just wants poop on everybody. <laughs> he wants, I want everybody to fuck Let it all burn. Misery loves company, y'all. So, hey. We, I'm I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Oh, if, if that's the case, cheers, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Misery loves company, and I'm a grumpy ass motherfucker too. So, because uh, it does not you make a good. I'm, you mentioned good some season. baseball there. Um, uh, the man who who was just previously talked about a little bit earlier. Anyone else surprised the Diamondbacks forced the game seven? No, I haven't watched a wants. second of of this playoff. I was I surprised. The Phillies at home. The Phillies at home. It's Aaron Nola, who's been inconsistent as anybody all year long. He could throw up a one-hit shutout, and then he could give up four runs in two innings. Yeah. And and sure enough. I mean, you're right. Very right. I just thought Phillies at home. The Phillies had their opportunities in games three and four. They had the lead in those games. And yep. and their bullpen blew it. Uh, Craig yep. Campbell took them out, and they were booing his ass today because of that shit. Uh, so yep. you know, but mm-hmm. here they are. So uh, let's get into. Let's bring our guest. Uh, we missed him last week. He was uh, out uh, and you know watching some hockey, the sport that he loves to cover. Um, and now remember, he was at the NHL. He was boots on the ground at the NHL draft, and now mm-hmm. he'll be. 
boots on the ground at the NHL in Hall of Fame induction. It's Mr. Savant himself, the Swiss Army Knife, Jim Berenger, baby. The megastar, Jim Berenger. What yeah. is going on? Yeah, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Boys. Yeah. What's going on, man? What is up, fellas? What's going How on, Jim? Not much. Good oh, to be back God. with my because... maniacs. My maniacs here on a Monday night. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Hockey duty calls. So on a Monday night, duty calls for hockey. Um, but, yes, no, as you said, at the Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up in a couple of weeks in Toronto, it's a great thrill and an honor to be there. Boots on the ground there. But, uh, yeah, hockey's underway tomorrow. Frozen frenzy. All 32 teams play. Staggered starts on a Tuesday night. That's nice. going to be fun, and I love it. That's nice. Hey, all I know is the best team in the country, Jim. What? I'm sorry? I was saying, who's going into the Hall of Fame that you're going to be cover there to cover? So, uh, Lundquist is going in. He's one of the local guys. Turgeon, uh, Barrasso, Mike Vernon. So, a bunch of bunch of the old-timers. Old Lundquist is more of a recent guy, but... Um, like guys that get their due, that finally get their due, like, uh, you know, Terjean, Barrasso, Vernon, you know, I'm, I'm still 50-50 on whether or not um, Henrik Lundqvist is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I can have my opinion to that uh, when it comes to when it comes to that. He's there. They did it. It's okay. Listen, well, I, I messaged Jim. Congratulations, Jim. It's well-deserved. Um, that Thank you, buddy. Me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Next question. Yeah. How surprised are you the best NHL team resides in Boston right now? Well, I think the best NHL team actually resides in Vegas, but the second best team resides in Boston. Yeah, true. How surprised and... are you with the stat? Actually, you know, it's kind of – you know, it's kind of – it's not because – you know, I'm going to do a little cheap plug here because I had Jimmy Murphy on uh, Boston Hockey Now on my on the Full Press NHL podcast in the summer. And that was one thing we were talking about. He's like, here's two things that can happen. They're going to come out really good and show everybody that how pissed they are from last year, how the way last year ended. Or they could come out really flat. And you're seeing that this team is motivated by what happened in the first round last year. And I think I'm not surprised because as the summer picked up and training camp picked up, the word out of Boston is this team's ready to show people like we're going to be out here for a hot start. Like we want to come out strong. We want to build. And with the division, the way it is, I think the fact that Boston just went through California, got six points on this tough road trip. You're coming back East. Like this is huge for them. And you, you back bank points, not only against good teams like LA, but you're beating the San Jose's and the Anaheim's like you're supposed to the Chicago's like, those are points you need now. Because those are going to help you later on. I, You know, the one thing is I am very shocked about how Matthew Pasha is playing. Like, I knew he was going to be a good player. But I am so surprised at how well he's just fit in. And welcome to the national kid in Anaheim. Two goals. I mean, I knew they were trying to get him to Hattie at the end of the game yesterday. That was cool. Um, But you know what? If, you know, I don't think – I talked to a couple people today. They tell me he's going to stay. They're not going to send him back after nine games. I think they're just way too impressed with him, and he's the second line center right now. Is is he? Uh, do Jim, you think he's like a, a thirty goal right, scorer or a forty goal scorer, or do you think he's? 
I can I can see. I mean, I think he probably could be like 20, 25 goal scorer. But I think what they're hoping is he becomes the next Patrice Bergeron in the faceoff dot, which I think okay. that's his ability. Like that's what they that's what they're really hoping for. Like is that that he can make his presence known in the faceoff dot. Like Bergeron all around could score, could pass, was really good at the dot. But that's what he like. No, like everybody's like, oh, what's Patrice Bergeron known for? Well, winning faceoffs. But he could score. Like the yeah. first thing you think of Patrice Bergeron is always oh, he's, he's won the Selkie, he's done all the faceoffs. If you can get that out of Patra, I mean, look out. I mean, this team's going to be dangerous. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you are you surprised at all by some of the slow starts? Edmonton, Toronto, Seattle, and how uh, big is that injury to Bobrovsky? I believe. Yeah. So a couple of major injuries. So yeah, Burkowski in Seattle. The Seattle's just yeah. He's just. Uh, Man, it, that team just can't score goals. One night they can put four up. The next night they can't. Um, they have problems scoring goals because last year, if you looked at them, only a couple 20-goal scorers. They had guys in the teens. Uh, they're taking a little bit of a step back. That division's very tough, but still there's a lot of time to, to make ground. But Bobrovsky, yeah, in Florida. You know, Bobrovsky, you know, he he's doing well in Florida. He seems to always beat the Leafs. Doesn't matter who it is. Then you got Vasilevsky down in Tampa. He's out. Tampa's defense just not playing well in front of their goaltender. Doesn't matter who it is. Again, look to make a 1990s reps reference. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, Toronto four straight games in Tampa, four straight comebacks, four straight wins in overtime. Ridiculous yeah. how they did it. Uh, Matthew Nice two goals, but then you have Connor McDavid in Edmonton got out. He's out potentially one to two weeks. Uh, pull muscle near the rib cage. That's going to be huge. They're hoping he comes back for Sunday in the outdoor game. If I'm McDavid, I don't even sniff playing in an outdoor game because you only could get hurt more. So don't even bother. Just rest up. And hopefully this gives Edmonton time to work on fundamentals defensively because they are awful defensively. Their goaltending stinks. They can't protect the goaltender. Defensively, they can't do anything. And you've got to be able to score five on five in this league. You just, just can't re uh, re rely on your power play. Look, New Jersey and Detroit, two great teams. But they can score five on five. Their power plays are the two best right now. But if you can't score five on five in this league, it doesn't matter what you do on a power play. Jim, two quick questions. Uh, first of all, what the fuck is a Bruin? Um, and it's a bear. Uh, it's a bear. Uh, it's a bear. Uh, it's a bear. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? It's a bear. Bears, it's a bear. It should just be called the Boston Bears. No, they're the Bruins. No, Bruins. No. Bruins. They're brewing. They're brewing. Boston don't even have fucking bears. We got to five and on there. We're five and on there. How's my guy? What? We're five and on the Packers. How's my guy Connor? The Packers can't even sniff five and on. You know, Bedard is. Bedard's. Yeah, how's my guy Connor Bedard doing so far? Uh, yeah, is Bedard, he as advertised? Oh, he's definitely as advertised. The problem is he's just doing yeah. too much media. Like, that's the issue with me. Like, I even said it. There, I, it's the, the talk around the league. This guy's just doing way too much. He's he's It's overwhelmed, the situation. I mean, you're going to – the goal he scored the other night, though, even though it was in a loss, you're going to see more and more of that goal in the slot on a power play. Like, he's ridiculous. The speed, the chances, the shot chances. Like, you have good veterans there that's going to help – you know, Bedard learned the ropes, but he's doing way too much of uh, media availability during games, before games. 
Um, he probably should have talked in Toronto after the game. He didn't. Um, that kind of left some people wondering what Chicago was doing. But the kids, as advertised, my thing is is what they're doing in Anaheim with Leo Carlson. Like, this guy's on a game count because financially they don't want – speaking with some people today, they don't want to go past the 41-game mark because it gives them – gives gets him to free agency a, a year earlier. Okay, so – if you were really well, concerned like about this, situation. right, situation. but, but here's the problem with me. If you were really concerned about that, maybe you should have let him go develop over in Europe. Then right. if right. you didn't think he was right, re- if you didn't want to do this, like go send him to Europe, go develop because here's the problem. Bedard, Fantilli, Cooley, all these guys are going to be doing things right. And Carlson's going to be here and there. And he's going to get lost in the shuffle because, you know, he's, he's he, on a game he count. Playing. He, ain't he ain't playing. And the problem is there's so much pressure on Pat Verbeek because of this pick because it, everybody thought Adam Fantilli was going second. And he didn't. And now he's in Columbus, and he's playing well. He got his first NHL goal. Carlson got his first NHL goal. So all the top three guys got their first NHL goals. But yeah. the other two guys are going to be talked about. And he's not because, well, A, he missed the start of the season because of an injury, played one game, didn't play a back-to-back. It's like, okay, so what are we doing here? And But it's Anaheim, it's California, it's weird. There's weird stuff going on over there anyway. So, yeah, I chalk it up to that. Except out in L.A., though. L.A., they they seem to get it right with their players. They go either you're making a team or you're going to develop somewhere. So, I don't know, Anaheim. But, you know, go back to what, um, Johnny, we were asking me, a slow start starts. Look, Detroit's off to a hot start. They're playing well. Buffalo, not off to a good start. There was hope for them. But, you know, again, relying on young goaltenders, their defense may not be as great. You could play as much offense as you want. But here's one thing when I was talking with somebody about why Detroit's so so doing so well. It's because they're playing defense, too. Yeah, they may not be the sexiest names out there, but they're playing what they're playing good defense, which is leading to great offense, great transition. Yeah, you could kind of beat them on the rush, but once you get them settled, they're playing good defense. Billy Husso's playing well. So guess what? That's why Detroit's off to a hot start. It helps to have Alex to bring it and your power play the way it's connecting. But hey, you know, that's what happens. And you know, Ottawa's off to a good start. They had a test against Detroit. Detroit won. Again, I don't agree with the Riley Greg penalty. Thought that was a little soft for the NHL. It was a nice body check, and then they called roughing, and that changed the game. But, oh, well, you know, you got to fight through that stuff. But, you know, you look at it, right? Vegas is off to a hot start. Colorado, you know, Boston. It, it, it's uh, it's pretty good, you know. The, the league is uh, – everybody's off to a great start. Flyers out of nowhere, they're playing well. Like I said, Columbus is a little bit better than they started. Toronto always gets off to a slow start. But that win against Tampa, that could change your season. You come back from two goals, third period, winning overtime. Let's see. Carolina's got some goaltending issues. So you could go down the list of teams that are having and, – and let's just face what it is. The Washington Capitals are just an old team. Let's face facts. That team is just old, and it's all about Ovechkin scoring goals. Is, is Tampa going to suck this year, bro? They might not make the playoffs. I'm going to be honest. Like, I just don't so, think they might – should they sell off a couple pieces and try to go younger? They sh- that's what they should do. 
but they won't. They probably won't do it because yeah. if the yeah. cap goes up next year, their window open extends a little bit for another year or two because yeah. you can sign those third, fourth line players. Yeah. Vasilevsky is going to be healthy. But the issue is if you watch any Tampa Bay Lightning game or you follow me, I talk about one thing. They cannot – they don't clog up the middle enough. Too many passes, too many guys watching, not enough getting sticks in the lane. And you saw it against Buffalo last week. I mean, four guys watch Owen Power pass the puck to Jeff Skinner on back door. Nobody put a yeah. stick in the lane. Like, I can't do that. You got to take away the middle of the ice. And it was funny because John Cooper was talking about that prior to the game on ESPN. So, look, just little things that here and there. Arizona is a fun team to watch. I love watching Arizona. You know, they got so, many, so much young talent. I don't know if it's going to continue, but. They're making things interesting out there. And, you know, Vancouver's Vancouver. Again, it's still early, but it's not going to get early. It's, we can't say it's early anymore when it's, it's going to be November yeah. and teams aren't playing yeah. well. Yeah. Is, has John Cooper's time ran out in Tampa Bay, do you think, Jim? Or do you no. think it's – No, I don't think so. I just think, you know, it's – it's they're, look at all the players they've lost, right? right. You think about it, the Palats, the, the Tyler Johnsons. You think about the that third line of Gord. Coleman, uh, Goudreau, you think on the back end, you had McDonough goes to, you know, McDonough was such a huge part of that yeah. defense. He could take a lot of guys away from the middle of the ice. Yeah. So they've just lost a lot of players because of the salary cap. And that's what they end up being is they're just an average team right now. And that stuff gets exposed even more when you have below yeah. average goaltending. Andre right, Vasilevsky's right. not there to back it up anymore. And even when he was in the net, he can't do everything. Like right. defensively, they're just not a sound hockey team. Nah, they they love them down here, Scott. They love yeah. them down here, bro. Jim, I want yeah, Coop. I want Coop's not going anywhere. Right. Like Sullivan and Pittsburgh, I don't th unless the Penguins have like a really bad season, they don't make the playoffs again this year, which could potentially happen because, you know, again, did you really need Carlson? You had Latang. Like, where are you going to go from here? Um. But if they miss the playoffs again, maybe Mike Sullivan gets moved. You know, the Rangers are doing things the right way there. New Jersey will turn it around. But, again, like I said, the points you bank now <laughs> help you later on right. in the That's season. Right. So we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jim, I want to shift gears to a little college football talk. USC dead, huh? Oh, God, they're <laughs> awful. Oh, my God, they're awful. That defense is awful. Uh, oh, so real quick, I don't know if people watched the game Saturday, but I, if you I didn't, did. yeah, I won. All right, so I want to get your opinion on this one. So okay. I was watching the game, fourth quarter, right? The final drive for USC, right? They scored like that, right? So I yep. rewound it after the announcers were saying, oh, well, the defensive play is kind of off. <laughs> I rewound it. Utah let them score to get as much yeah, time did. on the clock. They mm. completely let them score. Because if you look at the defensive lineup, they didn't even try to stop Caleb. They didn't even clog that wow. hole, and they just let him walk right in. What a smart move by the Utah Utes. The deal with USC is this. Their defense is so awful, teams know they can go right down the field as quick as they want to and yeah. score touchdowns against them. That's the whole it thing. Makes so you this 34-32 final is, is what's happening with that. It makes you want to give Caleb Williams a piece of your uh, team, right, when he gets drafted? Give you a <laughs> oh, yeah. Team. God. That's so stupid. Where's all this information about Caleb Williams? A, he's only going to go to select teams if they're at the top of the draft, and then yes, he wants sir. part ownership. I never, 
I never hear this come from this kid. Uh, but where where does it where does it where is this information coming from? Because it's not coming directly from him. It doesn't sound like. Probably but you always hear, you know, in something. Could be agents. Agent. Could be could be a could be a father. Could be some guy he knows. Who knows? Yeah, somebody in his posse. Who knows? Yeah. So who knows? But here's the thing with USC, right? <laughs> last look, I saw it. <laughs> look, USC's defense has been awful all year. That's why they kept falling down in rankings. They had they could have stopped Utah on a fourth down, but give it up for Bryson Barnes on that run. Sets him up in field goal range. Dude, that kid has played great. No cam rise in the rest of the year for Utah, but they're getting healthier. They got a big game yeah. of Oregon this weekend. That's going to be huge in Utah. So, I mean, that's a big swing game in the Pac-12. Um, but USC Who's just – Who's that game, Jim? Because that's the, that's the marquee game of the weekend. Is that That's the, about the only two teams that are ranked uh, going at it this weekend. I, I, I would like take Utah, Utah – I, I like Utah at home. I, I just uh-huh. – like Oregon is a good team, but Dan Lanning has to stop being aggressive. And here, look, I, you know, I yeah, don't yeah. like to come on here and rant all the time and – Try to preach about but. things, but <laughs> these college coaches and the analytics in college football about oh. going forward on fourth down in the red zone inside the five take yeah. the effing points <laughs> seriously. No, it costs UNC the game, it costs USC the game, it costs Oregon against Washington. You take the points. I don't care what the analytics tell me. If your defense is that good to stop somebody and get you the ball back at the end of the game, take the points. That's yeah. all you needed to do was take the points. And you would have won games, but you see it all across college football, all sports, just analytics. It's like, oh, let's go for it on fourth down. Why? You're inside the five. Take the easy field goal. It's three points, especially on the road. But look, Utah's got a good team. They're getting better. They're hungry, but USC's defense is just awful. They probably should have lost to Colorado. They hung on. They got smacked around by Notre Dame. Like you knew this was going to happen when conference play started. They're just when you're giving up 28 points to Arizona, you gave up 41 points to Arizona. Probably should have lost that game. You have 41 points to uh, Colorado. You should have lost. You're giving up 28 points to Arizona State and San Jose State. I know Lincoln Riley is all about offense, but at some point you got to play defense. Like you really do. Well, that's how you win games. You got to you got to be able to win games from playing some defense. You have to. Yeah. I mean, you you look at the teams that are doing that. The Florida States they figure it out. They rely on their defense. Georgia is always relying on their deep. Michigan, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, both teams play defensively really well. Um, you know, you know, UNC's defense had turned it around until they lost to Virginia. So, I mean, Oklahoma and Texas defenses are playing really well. Oregon's got a great D. Washington's got – even Alabama's defense is the reason why where they are right now. It, right. You've got, eventually, you got to stop somebody. Right. Huh. Yeah, you're putting, way too, you're putting way too much pressure on Caleb Williams. And when you're recruiting and you're recruiting all the toys on offense and you, you say, okay, our defense will give up 40, but all these toys and all these five-star recruits – Will score us forty five points. It doesn't always happen. And no, you can't ask for your problems. You can't ask for your problems. That's right. That's right. Jim, did you see how my Hawkeyes lost on Saturday? It's bad enough we can't fucking score, but then we get then we got cheated by the fucking refs. (laughs) I mean, 
Hey, no excuses, man. No, no, no blaming, no blaming the refs, bro. I was, I was kind of, I was, I was kind of mad. I was. I was kind of mad about that. You know why? Because I had Iowa in my picks, and I was like, what the hell? How did they lose to Minnesota? I still don't yeah, no, know how Wisconsin lost to Illinois. Jeez. I mean, just some bullshit. It's bad enough we got an offense that's stuck in the 30s and, and can't score, and then we skip well, a punt the, the return for a be, touchdown, they, and they say the kid fair caught it. And he, and he well, never, coach, he never coach fought will be fair fired. It is some bullshit. Coach will be fired. Well, no, no, no. Kurt Fair thinking fair. Son has to get fired. Who's the oh, OC? And that's oh, in yeah, contract. the OC. Yeah, because yeah, because you can't because they're not averaging twenty five points a game, which you knew was never going to happen. Yeah, no, because they're like, hey, what's the playbook? Oh, it's run left, run right, play action, uh, slant. That's it. That's the playbook. Yeah, and then you go. So 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 go back. Right, I was talking about teams going for it. ASU, Arizona State has Washington on the ropes. Like Penix Jr. Washington playing the worst game of the year. They had a chance to take points, and they didn't. And then later in the game, they get picked off game over. Like, it's like, dude, take the points. Like, I don't understand what these teams are doing. Like, it just makes no sense we to me. It, we say it every Sunday. Is, uh, yeah, it on happens the in the freaking NFL. Shows. All these coaches too, got to be the smartest smartest people in the room. That's, that's, that's what they want to be. They want to be the smartest person in the room. But sometimes and being the smartest being person the smart in the thing. room – do the smart He's thing. Go with your smart, gut. Yeah. Do what everybody's been doing for a hundred years playing this game. You yeah. take points. Like you right. take points. Unless right. it's like the playbook, you throw you throw the gut out of the, the um you throw that out of the window when it's overtime or it's the last play of the game and you're and you you're right. down by one and you just you right, you score to make it down by one. You can kick the field goal, go to overtime. Or you try to go for the win. I don't have a problem with at that point going for two and try to go for the win. Like I have no issue with that. It's just I'm when you're in the man. third when you're in the third quarter and it's fourth and goal, like Jim said, on the five yard line. Take take the field goal. Kick the field goal. When you're in the middle yeah, of the third yeah. quarter, it, it the play doesn't just take the three points, tie the game up, go ahead, whatever you want to do. Instead, these these coaches will say I've got this play. I'm the smartest guy. Watch this play. When it doesn't work, they say, "Oh, it was on the play." No, take as Jim said, take the points. Always take the points. Always. Analytics is creeping into all the sports, man. It is. Yeah. It's it, really it, 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 it messed up it baseball. Now it's trying to creep its way into all the other sports as well, man. Stupid, uh, Jim. I, I want to ask you uh, to uh, uh, some wrestling stuff here before we get you out of here. Uh, last Wednesday, yeah. Sting has announced that he will retire uh, at uh, what uh, the next paper, AEW pay-per-view. Is that Revolution? or That's correct. Yeah, Revolution. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Next Yeah, next year, uh, yeah, the 2024 yeah. Revolution will be is, is um, you know, is that is who do you think should be re- retire Sting? Uh, probably Darby. I think that would be the match. I'd like to see that. That's what I said, Sam. but I mean, how, how do you, how do you, how do you, if I'm giving you the pin, because Darby's uh, a face, obviously Sting's a face. Does Darby just come out and say, "I want it to be me," and we're we're okay with that, or how do they, how do they start that, you know, uh, program? Or Sting's like, well, there's only one guy that want that I that should retire me, and I think it's the guy 
that I've been working with for like the last couple of years, Darby or something, like go down that route. I mean, I, I don't know who else you could bring in. There's really nobody around that could do it. Um, I think it just makes sense that it's a, you just pass the tar- torch to the next guy, which is Darby. Um, it just makes the most sense to me. I mean, a Stinger, man, what a career, right? Late 80s, breaks in uh, through the 90s. He changes his look thanks to Scott Hall. Goes to this, this uh, Sting Crow. Then he, re- you know, he retired. Well, he didn't retire, but he didn't was, wasn't wrestling for a little bit when WCW went out of business. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to go to WWF. You know, we're finally going to get Undertaker and all that, but it never happened because the Stinger was smart because he knew they were going to ruin his character. Um, so he goes to TNA, which is awesome. He had a great run there during, like, the, the heyday from 04 to, like, 2009. It was great TNA. Um, then he goes to WWE, his BS run, because it, they just completely made him a jobber So because they just wanted to stick WCW some more some more because there was what, what reason for him losing the Triple H at, WrestleMania made any sense. So he, he left a bad taste in his mouth. He gets hurt. He comes back, goes to AEW, does crazy crap, jumping off stages, jumping off everything, putting his body through everything. You know, the Stinger and Darby, why not, right? I think I think Darby gives him a safe match. I don't think anybody else can really do it. Maybe Edge, somebody like somebody who's been around the business, unless it's a tag match, and then he just goes out on top because that's what he's really been doing. Yeah, this is really one that. Yeah, he hasn't had a solo match in AEW. Right, there's only one guy that could really retire him, but he's he's really too old, and that'd be Ric Flair. Right, and nobody wants to see Ric Flair wrestle anymore. So no, No. so it can't be Flair. So it's dear God, no. It's got to be a tag. It has to be a tag because him and Darby. He even said no Darby, but that that's a precursor of yeah, it's gonna be Darby. But right. If that if that's the case and they go tag route, it's got to be like Moxley and maybe Danielson against against. Darby. Yeah, I mean that that something would be like, that's that that's the way to do it. Something like that. Yeah. You go the that way. To put the next man over in, in wrestling, we know that you got to put the next guy over. So you always lose your last match to put the next guy over. So who not to give the rub more than Darby? Not that he really needs the rub, but you know what I mean, just to put him over. Or maybe it's right. a, a, some sort of heel. You know, and then they get to say that they retired Sting. Uh, or, you know, Sting, or Tony I don't know Khan's what just kind gonna, of, I don't know. That's the way it's supposed to go. Tony Khan's world, maybe Sting wins his last match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gets the yeah. ride off into the sunset. Man, exactly. So, Tony Khan's know. been known to do some some harebrained things here. Right, exactly. Lately. So <laughs> what? No, yeah. really? No, you think? No. I mean, who out there? If it's not anybody in AEW, Jim, who out there could they possibly bring in to to do it? They can't because Muda retired. So Sting was over. Sting and Darby were over in Japan for Great Muda's retirement match. So it yeah. can't be him. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they could bring anybody they want. I mean, Okada is going to be on the show this week with um, Orange Cassidy. So, I mean, and you could bring somebody from Japan. I just don't know who it's going to be. Unless right. uh, like, unless you do like Sting and Darby against like Will Ospreay and somebody. Yeah, he could do that. And Guevara or something. Yeah, yeah like, and then th- those guys yeah. go over, and then those guys go over. Like, that That kind of makes sense, right? You put the Don Callis family over, and they retired Sting. Yep. 
What, what Sting about is this one? Huge. What What about this one? Sting against Jericho. Like, I mean, yeah. it's a great match. I just don't know if Sting can go over ten minutes for Jericho. Yeah, that's that's true too. That's true too. So, oh. <laughs> Be interesting to see who they pull know. out of pull out of. Um, unless, so unless you do like, here's another. I mean, it's not like MJF needs to be put over him more, but you could kind of put MJF in that spot too. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. that's the that was the person. I, it might. I wanted to say him, but it just I, he's also kind of on this face run right now, so it's weird to to. You never say know. MJF. You never know with him. But but I don't yeah. think it's things last match. It's going to matter whether it's a face or a heel. To be honest, no, it's you. not going to matter. No, because. Because it's gonna be Sting's last match, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony Khan might say to Sting, "Who do you want?" and let Sting decide it, and that that's it. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. Sense. So I like that. Hey Jim, yeah. we uh, we anybody got any other questions for Jim before he gets out of here? Any other <laughs> wrestling questions? You excited for Crown Jewel, Jim? Am I excited for Crown Jewel? Yeah. Um. Uh, LA Knight, yeah, I am. Absolutely, 100%. Um, I, I'm going to be interested to see what this finish is because you know, these two guys are over. LA Knight's huge with the crowd. I just don't know if he should be taking a pin. I think, I think he's, maybe... He's not winning. We know that, right? Like he's no, not, he's right. Not I, don't think he's win- I don't think he's winning, but I don't think he should really take a pin. But then again, like some people have told me, well, a lot of guys have looked great in uh in losses to Roman, maybe they go the Kevin Owens route where like somebody interferes and screws them so we can continue to get like matches. Yeah. And that's how they do it. Yeah. And they weave it into a storyline. Or it's like a smodge DQ kind of thing where LA Knight has the win and then like boom, somebody hits somebody or gets the visual pin and something I, happens. But something something always told me like storyline wise, it just feels like it's Cody's belt. Like Cody's the one to take it from him. That's just how oh, it is going to be. It's going to be Cody's belt because The Rock's not ha- not working WrestleMania forty like I expected <laughs> him to do. Like, come on, like please, like please, like oh yeah, it's not. He's not in the plans. Yeah, because yeah. The Rock was never going to be in the plans because yeah. he was never in the plans for WrestleMania thirty nine. He's not in the plans for WrestleMania thirty eight. He can't get insurance. Hollywood's not going to clear him. Like, and they don't need him. Like you, if that was really the plan, it should have happened last year. Figure yeah. it out and make it happen in LA. It makes no sense now to do it. Yeah, right. yeah, I agree. I agree. They've teased Rock for so long in the main event of WrestleMania against Reigns. He's he's not. If he hasn't done it already, he he ain't doing it. It's he's gonna because we're gonna be in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, wrestling's good enough right now. You really don't need him. But, like, but the issue with The Rock is he's not in ring shape. Like, yeah, he got hurt in, in his first – and it, go back to his last real match. He got hurt. Yes. I mean, yeah, he did. And, and he, did. He, had a fi- he had a five-minute squash match against Eric Rowan at, at a WrestleMania in Dallas. Like, he did his moves and he was out. Like, the guy that, can't that, go 15 minutes. That's the reason why he's not coming back to the ring because because of what happened in that match that, that he he yeah got seriously hurt so to speak so he can't ruin his movie career yeah, he said he by tore going off, in the tore ring it, tore his neck from the the bone I yeah. think or, or yeah or something. that's what that, 
That's why. That's why I think that Cody's going to win the Royal Rumble, and then he's going to win the title at WrestleMania next year. It's going to. I happen. like it. It's definitely yeah. going to happen. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Alan wants to know real quick thoughts on Impact going back to TNA. I think it's great. I, they're TNA I love it. Anyway, I love so. it. I love it. I, I, I love it. Too. Dude, I mean, I know towards the end there was a lot of stink about TNA. It, it was bad, like all this stuff with Dixie, Hogan, all that stuff. Then they went to Impact and let it, you know, just let it marinate, be away for a while. Everybody, look, there were really, really good days of TNA. There was a reason why I watched TNA from 2004 to 2009, religiously, more AJ than I watched Styles, WWE. Joe, AJ, Samoa, all those, Kazarian, uh, Christopher Daniels. Uh, the tag teams, America's Most Wanted, Team Canada, Robbie Roode, like all the the list goes on. Stan yeah, Christian, beer money. Yeah. beer money, Booker T yeah. was there, Kurt Angle was there. Like the matches, yeah. the pay per views were awesome. So nostalgia sells. We all know nostalgia sells. We all know everybody loves this, and that's good. Good for them. And then you got you had Will Ospreay there. He's resting a couple matches. You know, we'll see him Punk show up. Who knows? Don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, you can go wherever. Um, but it's good to have, you know, the TNA name. Like, because Impact Wrestling is like, yeah, Impact Wrestling. It's a, it's the team. It's the it's the company that never died. Like, because it was supposed to be dead like four times, and it never died. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dummy. Yeah, hey, yeah. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you joining us today. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to get us Thursday night. Oh, we need the Thursday night. Thursday night game. You're right. You're right. You're right. What's Who's the, playing? Who's playing? Tampa Bay at Buffalo. I don't know what the spread is. I can. I can. Another shit game. Put, I got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that's the wrong thing. Thank God. I, thank God. I wasn't uh, on last week for Thursday night's game. Buffalo <laughs> minus eight and a half. <laughs> Buffalo keep oh, Wow. Yo, give me. Yeah. Yo, give me the bucks on the road. Wow! Nice, <laughs> nice. Look, y'all. Hey, wait a minute. The Giants played them hard, and then and the and the the uh, the, the Bills just lost. So I mean, look, they yeah. could be angry. I know, but and they can't beat anybody right now. What the yeah, hell is going on with the Forty Nineteen to seven. Jesus, I, I have um, no idea that Brock Purdy's playing uh, is awful. Completely, yeah, like he's crap bad. tonight. Yo, cheap shot on last Thursday's game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. The um yeah, sure. The 49ers hey, uh, we appreciate it. this year. Thank you, Jim. Hey, no problem. Hey, wait. Uh, yo, can, wait, here, hey, check this out. Yo, can um the Astros actually win a home game? They're getting blown out again. Nah, it's no, over. Alan, Alan's been it's over. Rangers have punched their tickets in the World Series. Right. Yeah, yep. it, it, it it's all like no That's no wild. road team, no home team won a game in that series. The pitching yeah, the pitching yeah. staff is much overrated. Yeah, Christian also Hazard overrated. Terrible all year, all year. Overrated, big yep. time. That's so, hey, well, we appreciate you joining us, Jim, every Monday you, night as always. Thank you, Jim. Congrats, man, on the Hall of Fame stuff, bro. Congrats, thank you. Getting ready to the Hall of Fame, so. Hey, I appreciate we'll see it, you fellas. next Monday, Jim. Appreciate always, it. Always, I'm always here. Always a pleasure, boys. Here, Monday Night Maniacs, always going hard. Don't forget whose game is it? It's my game. Yeah. Take care, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. All right. Bye bye. Love Jim. it.
Love it. That's how you exit uh, the yeah. right I want to give out a quick fact, and then we'll get to the ad read here. Um, I just saw it on the Twitter. Uh, so on the Twitter. Uh, this on is the how Twitter. much money. On the Twitter. On the oh, Twitter. You sound like uh, Scott, this... man. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch the Star Wars? 480,991 is how much you uh, would have if you started with $100 and rolled over on a CMC anytime touchdown in the last 16 games. He's had a touchdown in the last 16 games. It's money. Every week, the CMC touchdown. You have 480,991. And you know what, folks? Speaking, if you were to gamble, you'd want to gamble with us. That's right. Because when you when our community wins with us, whether you're betting on the CMC anytime touchdown, uh, we want to ensure you've maximized your return on investment. And line shopping for the best odds matters. And that is why any profitable sports better needs to be using multiple sports books. Thankfully, there has never been a better time to get signed up. And we are here to connect you with the best promotions industry-wide using our link, signupexpert.com slash let's you can get access to all the sports books in our region, uh, along with a review of each platform and unique features. Most importantly, this page automatically connects you to the top promotions at each book, allowing you to start <laughs> line shopping with an enhanced bankroll. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash let's talk. All Who's right. Two? Uh, yeah, coming to us tonight. Before you get to Jonathan, there's two props tonight that was were like money gold. McCaffrey touchdown, Kirk Cousins interception, and both have happened tonight. It's like I, I can't believe they yeah. didn't score a touchdown yeah. there to make it twenty four to seven. San Francisco gonna lose to it's Minnesota 19 tonight. To seven. It's yeah, nineteen seven. They, they I was still they, they they was, gonna score a touchdown here. It was, here, it was first and goal. Minnesota had it first and goal, bro. Twice, like twice, three. not just once. Twice. You got to score Twice. a touchdown there, man. Stop, step on that throat. As just mentioned, um, is the uh, the uh, Rangers are about to clinch their ticket, punch their ticket to the World Series. The Diamondbacks uh, punched game ticket to game seven tomorrow night against the Phillies. And to help oh, talk really? about it all, because he doesn't want to talk about how bad his Saints are, uh, is none other than I think it's is it Western Arkansas hitting coach uh, Jonathan Grisham. There What's is. going Look on, at man? Where's the, where's the merch? Look at where's it. the merch. Standing tall. We need, we need the I, merch. I got I got some of my stuff on right now. I got some other stuff that uh, just put in the closet here. So it's it, hey, I'm getting it. We're getting it going here. The first day was good. I, I'm enjoyed. I'm I'm, I'm home. Coaching baseball. That's how I felt today. It was great. Great to be back with uh, in this part of the game. That's awesome, man. Congratulations, bro. Appreciate hey, before it. you get before you guys go, Jonathan, how unbearable is Allen going to be tomorrow night? <laughs> how unbearable is Allen every night, bro? Yeah, I'm the Rangers are going to be in the World <laughs> Series. He's going to be unbearable. Well, he's also a Cowboy fan, so you kind of tie that back. McCaffrey just scored a touchdown, but the 49ers are back in it, Scott. I told you, if the 49ers score here, they got a chance. They may yeah, not cover the well. spread tonight. Yeah, well. No, I just need a money line. I don't care about the spread. Just just win the game. That's all. It, it's going to be interesting how Allen's going to be tomorrow. I'll, I'll say that. 21-19, sure. Scott. That's how they're going to win this game. Uh, Jonathan, uh, how is Arkansas treating you so far? 
<laughs> it, it's not too bad. I got in. I got in late last night. I got in around twelve forty, almost one o'clock last night. Uh, we coached my last weekend with my girls, and they they decided, hey, we're gonna send you out. Uh, send you out late. So we we went on a little bit of run, finished in the semifinals, and got done at that, and had to go pack up the truck and and hit the road at around eight thirty. So I got in almost at one o'clock last night, but. So far, so good. It's a, it's a small little town. So I went from D- Dallas, Fort Worth, big metroplex, and I'm in a small little rink-a-dink town uh, here in Arkansas, which fitting that it's Arkansas too. But uh, oh, it, it's not it's if not terrible. Not, though. If you don't do I'm well, gonna they're, they're going to be knocking on your door, asking some questions, asking some questions why the team ain't hitting Jonathan. <laughs> What's that? What was that? I said if that if you don't do well, people are going to be knocking at your door asking why you ain't why they're not hitting so well. I'm, no I'm sure I'll be ready for that. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm working. I'm. Uh, we were just working with some of the boys here uh, a little bit before I have to, uh, came over here and hopped on with y'all. I was talking with them. They're gonna. You know, we're still. It's a learning curve right now for both myself with them and learning how they do things. They're already. In the, they're finishing up their fall right now. They got uh, one more week. Uh, they, they actually. We're gonna be hitting the road to Mississippi here in a couple of days. Uh, but it's just learning right now. It's learning what they do, how they do things, how the team and program does. You know, fitting that I've done this with myself, building a program in, in youth side, it's a little different. But understanding that there's a there's a curve, there's a learning curve that's necessary for me to learn the program and be acclimated. What I what I know, what they what they're doing at the same time as learning the athletes and getting to know them, it's talking to them, kind of getting the, just getting to know them right now. So this first, how I'm how I'm approaching is this first week. It's learning who they are first, kind of establish the relationship, coach player. And then next week, I start really learning. I start learning them about what they know and how they know how they do things, and what they they'll see what I know and how I do things, and what I, we're going to be able to work to get things going and how we want to be. So it, it's a it's a process, and that's the best part about it, and that's what's fun about this. So I'm, it's it's going to be learning, and I'm, and that's what's exciting me right now. It's it's a it's a new start, new like everything's just so brand. It's like it's that new car smell type of thing right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm loving it already. Right. Is it is, has it been a crash course, Jonathan? I mean, do you, are you watching? Do they giving you a lot of video on the on the kids and how they hit and where their strengths are, weakness, stuff like that? Uh, have you been able to watch some video yeah. on them? Well, it's, it's a small JUCO, so we, you know, not a lot of video we have on them. I, uh, during the uh, during the weeks leading up to me being here, I've been watching. They, they've been playing games. They've been traveling and playing games. So I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching games on on uh, you know Game Changer and seeing what the stats are and kind of learning and just seeing okay here's this there's one kid this is a kid he does this he does it okay so I've been doing it on my own I don't think they really I don't think they expected I was going to be doing it on my own until I got here but it's just like I say it's talking to the coaches saying hey tell me a little bit about this what 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 are the uh, what are this group they got me working with first base and outfielders on the fielding side they got me doing working with uh, hitters too but. So figuring out, okay, what what do what are we doing good? What do we what do I have? What am I working with in the outfielders? And they go, you got speed, perfect. They got arms, they got arms, perfect. I can work with that. First base, I asked, what's what what are the first basemen? Well, we got some good we got some good bats, but fielding wise, we're trying. It's a it's a revolving door right now. Okay, so we got to figure out that. So today was more outfield work for me, working with those guys. Tomorrow I'm going to be working more with the first baseman and trying to get establish relationship with them and working on mechanics and footwork. And probably teach them some things about how to be more loose, how to be more uh, flexible to, to where you're not tight, where you can move your footwork and your, your footwork is all tied to your hips. And if you can't move with your hips around the base, 
your footwork's going to be slow and heavy. So there's a lot of stuff that I've already kind of put together some plans and, and talking with the coaches on how I'm going to attack the work with those guys. But like I said, it's still learning them right now. I've got to, I got to, I got to earn their trust at the end of the day as a coach. It's right. not just me show up and like, all right, I'm, I'm here. You got to, you got to, no, I, I got to show them, Hey, this is what I know. This is who I am. Now, hey, let's work together. And we're gonna we're gonna see things be uh, what they are, and we're gonna hit. Uh, as I told them uh, at the end of practice, my goal is to help us reach the goals of what the team has set. And if the, you know, and their their goal is national championship. And if that's the, if that I told them that's the if that's the case, that's my goal. Let's go get us a ring. Is it Division two, Division two, right? Division two, uh, ju- junior college. So it's a D one division. So D- JUCO is same way. JUCO is the same way as NCA. Like NCA has D one, D two, D three. Uh, National Junior yeah. College Collegiate Athletic has the same. It's D1, D2, D3, JUCOs, and it's a D1 JUCO. Nice. Gotcha. Nice, nice. You, you sound excited about it, Jonathan, man. Jonathan, awesome, uh, I can hear it in your voice, bro. Let's get into it. Yeah, it, it, let's uh, get into it, some uh, – the uh, NLC oh, – go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying it's it's been refreshing. That's the best part about this. And, 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 and there's been some things going on at home and, and, and stuff that I've been dealing with that – I, I didn't go, you know, I made a Facebook post about it and, and, you know, I've got some personal stuff dealing, uh, dealing with, with family and everything. And, and this is just kind of a refresh right now that I, I feel I, in general about being back in baseball. I feel at home. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. I, feel like I, yeah. I love softball. I love coaching softball. I love the girls I coach. They're still, they, all the girls are still talking to me and at, they all text me asking how practices were and whatnot. But uh, you know, it was softball was not what I was around. I was around baseball. So I'm, I'm home now. And that's what, that's what, that's the, that's the exciting part for me is being back home. Awesome. Let's get into uh, the NLCS, the the D-backs force game seven tonight. Are the Phillies, if they lose tomorrow night, Jonathan, they're going to look back at games three and four and be like, damn, we missed our opportunity to go to the world series. Cause they had leads in those games and their bullpen blew it. Mainly Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, uh, definitely, and I think that's the shocker right now. Is he, and I know Kimbrel's been up and down uh, throughout, even throughout the postseason. But the bullpen itself has been really good. Uh, you know, so if you're Thompson, at some point, do you have to? You have to have. I know you. He's been the closer. Kimbrel's been your closer. He's been who you've relied upon throughout the season. I, I'm almost curious. At some point, does he have it in the back of his mind that if we have a lead in the in the eighth and ninth inning? Do I go to somebody else? Do I go to do I keep Alvarado, you know, longer in the bullpen, or do I go to Soto? Maybe I mean, Gregory Soto has has opportunities to close in the past as well uh, in 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 past uh, years. So you have you have arms that have experience or who who can be utilized in a closing role. Do you do you have that in the back of your mind to at least say, I can't, I don't, can I trust Kimbrel still now? And right now, I think that that has to be a legitimate question to be asked if you're Rob Thompson going into this deciding game seven and, and yeah i mean i agree i think i, I would i would have said the same that yeah you you've blown some opportunities that you could be in the world series you could pop champagne already and you're just sitting and waiting for the rangers and astro series to end and be and get ready to prepare for for game one but here you are right now with with an opportunity that you could be uh, you could look at as a collapse i think and that's i think that's a legitimate uh description of being of this phillies team if they lose game seven they collapsed when they when they were the, in my book and I've said this to you guys. I said this on Tuesdays. The favorites to win the World Series, and if you lose to the Diamondbacks, a young and up and coming Diamondbacks team in seven games at home, 
it's a collapse. So there's some there's got to be some thought process in Rob Thompson's mind about how he wants to manage the bullpen tomorrow, and even how big of a how 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 long of a you know does he want to go with certain with these arms to prepare to get to that point of the eighth and ninth inning. Yeah, your game seven probables uh, tomorrow uh, for the Diamondbacks. It's uh, is it Pafatit? Pafatit, and for the Phillies, it's Suarez. Fat, Brandon Fat, Brandon Fat. His name's Fat. His last name's fucking Fat. Yeah, Fat. Yeah, yeah. That's what his name is. Fat. Like you fucking Fat. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen out, Scott. You gotta say it with the Boston accent. Yeah, Fat Yard. Cock, cock, cocky. Fought. Yeah, fought. Chowder. He's fucking fought. So he fucking fought it? He blew ass? He fucking fought it? I hope he don't yes, fought tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he fucking, in all if honesty. Fought if fought tomorrow on the fucking mound, Phillies are going to fucking win. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. If fucking fights on the fucking mound, the Phillies are gonna win. Will you get it? Will you, will you move on, please? Move Put that on. on a T-shirt. Put that on a T-shirt. But um, fought fucking but honestly, Jonathan's been on the D back since day one. I don't think he thought they were gonna get this far. But he's well, I mean, he Jonathan mentioned that the winner of the Atlanta Philly series was gonna win the world. You know what I'm saying? And we all came out. I thought, you know, Finney looked look like a team of destiny, and now they just – it would go down as a choke, in my opinion, man. Yeah, I, I – I, you know, The Diamondbacks I, I almost look like a team of destiny, right? This young, scrappy team? Possibly. I, I did not – yeah, I, I'll say, I did not expect the Diamondbacks to be one win away from a World Series. I, you know, in this – they're a year ahead right now of schedule, and this, if they're a year ahead of schedule and playing in a Game Jeez. 7 the NLCS, my God, what's going to happen when they get on schedule – with, with yeah. this club, I mean, they're so young and they're so exciting, and that's the, and they've been that way all year. The 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 heart the question was for them was when we get through August and the Dodgers got that run in August and going into September, we were unsure. I would not speak for myself. I was unsure. Did they run out of gas? Because again, they were put it. They they being a young team going into 162 games, were you know you're gonna you're gonna get to that point of hitting the wall. Did the rookies did the young kids hit the wall for this team? And it almost seemed like they did, and they finally just pulled it out and be able to get to the in the wild card post, in the postseason play. But the the fact that they were here at this point with the team that I said, yeah, I, and I said the winner of Braves Phillies was going to win the World Series, not make it to the World Series. They're going to win it. Right, win if it. they can, if, if they can tear, if they can beat Philadelphia tomorrow, that should. I look. I will agree that, and I'll say this uh, point blank: the Philadelphia Phillies collapsed, and they blew it. They blew their chance. To be able to win the World Series as a favorite you know, in, in 2023, and, and that's going to be in the back of your mind. And again, you can only play the revenge card, and that's what they're they're doing right now. Is so they're, they're seeking revenge for last year's loss in the World Series with the Astros. You can only play the the revenge card so many times. 2024. So if they lose this year, 2024 has to be something different because you didn't you didn't collapse in 2022. You collapsed this year, and you had a lead. You had a, you had a lead going. You know. Uh, a three to two lead in you know in the series going home, which is supposed to be you're you're supposed to be unbeatable at the bank, and and with how that crowd is, and Arizona just went in and beat you in a in a elimination game. Now it's a winner take all game. Momentum, I, I, I'm I'm gonna side the momentum still with Philadelphia because we know how that crowd is gonna be, but it shows Arizona is not afraid of that crowd. And they're not afraid of that environment. They can go and play if they can. If, if Corbin Carroll continue, 
my goodness, that kid is exciting and fun to watch. Ketel Marte is absolutely showing his his production and his uh, his development more so now too. I mean, they, these young kids. Are he was fearless. killing it tonight. He he killed it tonight. Marte killed it tonight. There's a couple times I'm like, why the hell are they even pitching to this guy? Uh, the Phillies had got it kind of within striking distance, and then Marte hits another fucking double and another run scores. I'm like, why are you even pitching to him? He's killed you all all game, and you just continue to pitch to him. It made no sense. And, and that's what he's done. That that he he's he's had moments up and down through early in his career, and even the last couple of years, he's he shows the excitement, and he kind of he tailors off. We're seeing the full potential of Ketel Marte because he was supposed to be the young, exciting kid, you know, of, of the Diamondbacks, almost like the face of the franchise until Corbin Carroll gets called up and he becomes the face of the franchise. Marte was that good. He, they, yeah. You know, Diamondbacks had offers for Ketel Marte for the last couple of years to trade, and he said, no, they're, he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. He was the face of the franchise going in for the future with Corbin Carroll's day. So you have a great young foundation. If you're Arizona, that if you get if you 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 pull off the miracle of beating Philadelphia in Game Seven in Philadelphia, the future is so bright for Arizona at that point. If they can just continue to add some pieces here and there throughout the years, you can see Arizona being the team to beat in the NL West over the Dodgers for the next few years. The thing wow. the thing about Philly is this: Aaron Nola's been inconsistent for the last two years. You either, like I said, you're either going to get a one hit shutout from the guy. Or he's going to get buried in the first two or three innings. So you never know what you're going to get from him. And sure enough, you didn't get the good Nola today. You got the guy that is inconsistent. Now, it's an all-pitching staff on-deck game for the Phillies tomorrow night, except for maybe Nola. Maybe they can get one inning out of them. But, you know, they 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 needed to wrap it up today, and they didn't. And, that, and yeah. that's a problem. If Nola's pitching well, though, they, they're just going to let him go. He's untouchable. He's un, he's Ron Thompson's just going to ride it and just let him go. No doubt. He, he no has doubt. the capability. I mean, whether or not he was up and down or not, he has the capability of, of you know, going seven scoreless. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Does. I wouldn't put it past him. So he that's going to be a good one. I'm definitely watching that one. So I wasn't so I wasn't so invested in tonight's game. but um, The issue for Philadelphia. The issue, the issue for Philadelphia is how Rob Thompson has managed the bullpen, and it's not been good in this mm. series. He has overworked their arms, you know, you know, here, you know, quite a bit. And it goes to the, you know, going when he went to Arizona in Game Three, how they how they managed that. It, it wasn't, it, it was not a great plan. And now you're going into a Game Seven again. You've had to use, you've had to use arms more here and there. I know you didn't have to do too much with because of Wheeler pitching the other uh, the other night. And he did well, but. You you had to use what one two you had to use four arms again tonight with a, you know and you, you, so yeah. they saved Alvarado they saved uh, Huffman Soto could probably go again tomorrow uh, Kirking uh, Kirking he threw nineteen pitches he could probably go one more again tomorrow too so you have some arms but they're those arms have been they've been taxed a little bit now. So that's a that's a thing that you have to talk. You're talking about you know game three and game four and, and you know, even game five uh, in game six yesterday. How the bullpen has been used is what's hurting this team because they're not they're not fresh right now. They're they're absolutely getting overworked in this series and kind of saw it's almost like the ghost of uh, the 2022 World Series against Houston, where Thompson did the same thing. He overworked the arms early in the series. And by the time the later part of the, they couldn't they couldn't get the outs they needed. 
And that goes again with Kimbrell still struggling right now. That has to, you have to almost keep an eye on how you want to use him and be able to match up arms around Kimbrell. But if, if you, you look at it and say, if this game goes, it's going to be a bullpen game for Philadelphia. So how long can how long can Ranger Suarez go? Does he go four innings? Could he get you five? If he goes five, Philadelphia has a chance to win. And then if he's going five, they're more likely going to win. But if he's only going two or three with how that bullpen has been used, it's going to be very tough for Philadelphia because this team is the Arizona's hitting. And they're, again, they're, they're not, they're doing the opposite of what the Braves did. And I'm going to, I'm going to knock my Braves. They're putting the ball in play. Arizona's putting the ball in play. And there's, spraying around the field and getting doubles and being able to utilize hits to get in run scoring position and then go on with another single or double scoring runs that way. They're not really living by the long ball right now. They're, they're getting the opportunities, but they're playing it as saying, we're going to spray it around the field and take our get our chances scoring. John, Jonathan, do we see Zach Wheeler tomorrow? You have to. Do you have to. I mean, it should be maybe, all hands on deck, I mean, no? And how much? Maybe, how maybe, much how do many, we see of him? Let's see. He they pitched. They pitched him in game five. That was game five. So that was, that was Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. That was Saturday. Saturday. So game five was game five was Saturday. Yeah, you could you could see Wheeler. You could at that point because I mean that's two. I mean, it's two days. You could probably give him an inning if you need him to shut down, uh, shut, you know, shut a rally down or, or be able to just close out an inning. You could probably see Wheeler come in for at least one. Uh, I, you know, it depend, again, it all depends on how Suarez does, though. If, like I said, if he goes five, if he goes five innings, maybe you use Wheeler in an eighth inning situation, uh, with a matchup and knowing that you have your righty up, uh, you have your righty hit a pitcher and you don't really want to turn it to Kimbrell at that point. But you can, but you don't want to throw a lefty out there. I would put, I would put Wheeler in that situation in the eighth inning, absolutely, if that was the case. Uh, so I, I, I would think so. I, you know, like I said, like, like Scott said, it's all hands on. You know, Johnny Allstaff is, is is needs to be ready, and so that would include, and that would include Wheeler for at least one inning. Is John is Zach Gallon first out of the shoot tomorrow night for Arizona? You think if they get in trouble? I think. It's or should I mean, he be? He pitched. He pitched yesterday. He pitched Game Six, correct? Did he or no? Game that was six? Kelly. That was Kelly. That was, uh, that was Kelly. So when he did, pitched so five, I think. He pitched Gallon Game pitched five, five, I think. So he pitched yeah. in Game Five. So it, yeah, I think it's the same thing. You almost have to use Gallon if you need him out there. But I think the difference is, is the bullpen for Arizona is actually doing pretty well. You've uh, doing pretty well compared to Philadelphia's bullpen. So. If you need Gallon, I think Gallon could make himself available and say, "Hey, I can go one yeah. inning," in the same way that yeah. Wheeler would be used in Philadelphia. But I, it, the positioning of uh, of the bullpens are so different right now with Arizona compared to Philadelphia. I almost think that unless you just know Gallon can shut him down for one inning, that's when you make him available. But more likely, I, I think more it's more likely to see Wheeler than it is Gallon in Game Seven. Jonathan, with the Astros losing tonight uh, and the Rangers punching their ticket to the World Series, we still haven't had a back-to-back World Series winner since Johnny's Yankees in, what, 99, 2000. Uh, are we ever going to see this again? And, like, why is it so tough to go back-to-back? Are dynasties dead in baseball? I, I know the Astros seem to have, like, a mini-dynasty, but it's, they're just, they didn't win back-to-back. Mm. 
Yeah, I think I think we're kind of getting to that point because of. Just, I mean, we're, we're talking many, twenty-five years. So many teams here. now in the postseason. Yeah, you've added that you've expanded the postseason now, so you're adding more teams. Cool. Yeah. And you, so everything has been over the last twenty-five to thirty years, whether it's MLB, NBA, or NFL, they've been seeking ways to create parity. And that's what Major League Baseball has done really well on over the years is you're getting teams kind of, you know, again, you're getting teams like Arizona who's been who was down in the dumps for a long time. They're back in the postseason play. Philadelphia for a long time was not really as competitive as they've been the last few years, other than the World Series year, uh, you know, the World Series years they were in the late 2000s. But they, for a good portion of time, they were not very competitive. We see Philadelphia being a team that's a, a strong wildcard team. We see the Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Guardians back and forth the last couple of years in, in the AL Central. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, or you know, who seem to absolutely, uh, you know, come out come out with certain ways on how to be competitive. They're they're making it work. So you have have teams every year that you sit there and go, really, they're in the postseason. That's the team to do it. And you know, so they they're they're creating the parity, and that's what. And when you have parity, it's so hard to repeat. It's so hard to have a dynasty because there's just too many teams you're competing with now. Whereas 25, 30 years ago, you know, it, it, was, a, it was essentially four teams in each division. It, you know, you had a wild card, but, I mean, like it was – you had four teams in each league, four or five teams in each league compared to six, seven teams that you're dealing with now. And so it's expansion of the of the playoffs, expansion of the more teams are competitive that, make, that makes it hard to repeat and hard for dynasties to be created. And, again, you have the, the – you have, you have a stronger – almost in a way a stronger uh, – uh, Find, you know, payroll uh, uh, caps that you have on in major baseball, that, and they don't want to use the word salary cap, but you're finding ways to limit the spending of those big teams. Which that's what the Yankees did. Yankees just outspend teams in the in the early in the in the 90s and early 2000s. They just outspent teams. Boston was doing the same thing. Uh, Dodgers this year, in the last decade, they were outspending teams. You almost don't do that now, even though you have teams that are still spending a crap ton of money. But you just can't have a team dominate the payroll like the Yankees did in the '90s and 2000s, and be able to go and, and say we have the best players, we're going to go and win a World Series, and they do. Though that era is done, that era is done now, and I think you're seeing that where these teams that are spending money, they're not winning. You know, the you know, Padres didn't make the postseason, the Yankees didn't make the postseason, Red Sox didn't make the postseason, Cardinals didn't make the postseason. You know, Dodgers made the postseason, but they, you know, and they've been just they've been that one team. But payroll, high payroll teams, they're they're kind of falling short right now. So that's another factor that's that's hindering re, re, repeat champions and dynasties in the making that are in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I get it. I I don't think so either. Um, who do you who do you like to win tomorrow, and then? Uh, you know, which team do you like the Rangers or that team tomorrow's winner to kind of take the World Series? If you're asking me for uh, a, a unbiased opinion of who's going to win, I, I do think the crowd is going to be that, – that energy in the crowd of Philadelphia is going to be at an all-time high. I think that, and that Phillies team just absolutely – rides that energy as much as possible. I think Philadelphia, if you ask my unbiased opinion, Philadelphia will win. If you want my biased opinion where much that I hate Philadelphia and I don't want them, I want them to crash and burn as fast as possible and, you know, early in the game and I want Arizona to win. But I do think, I do think Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia being the better team, 
uh, you know, and, and being at home and that crowd being what's going to be, uh, I think they're going to pull it off and end up winning the game and, and going to the World Series. And, and it goes to essentially what I what I predicted that the Philadelphia Phillies, if they make it to the World Series, they will be the World Series champions. And I will hate myself, and I will hate I will hate Major League Baseball off season if that is the case. I will be <laughs> I will be the, the grumpy person all every show with you guys and with Scott and Allen during the off season where I have to hear the Philadelphia Phillies are the World Series champions. I will absolutely make myself sick hearing that for the, for the entire winter until spring training starts. Wow. The only yeah. hatred matched matched by what the Phillies hatred is, is any New York team that w- would win the World Series. John, Johnson would, would hate that too. So that, yes, if yeah. the only, yeah, absolutely. If the Yankees, if it was the Yankees winning the World Series, I, I would, that would be, that'd be Armageddon for me. I would absolutely do it. I couldn't. I, I can't. I, I want. I want the Yankees win. You know, World Series. Uh, you know, World Series less streak won't even make it to the World Series. I want them. I want it to last for. I want it. I don't want them in my entire life. I, I want the day I die is where the Yankees still don't make it to the World Series. I just, Damn I that 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 two thousand that two thousand nine World Series must have been rough for you then, huh? Yes, it was. I just know it's it's Yankees in general. I hate again. I you know I know. uh, It's just what it is. I mean, again, I tell. I don't know if I may have told the story with you guys, but there's a story about when I was younger, and I know kind of off topic on it, but it was a story when I was younger. uh, It was the uh, '99 World Series, Braves and Yankees. Mm -hmm. I was nine years old. Went to Disney World with my family. Braves lose in the World Series. I tell my mom that I want to go home. I'm, I'm, my, my my Disney trip was done. I don't want to. I didn't want to, the happiest place on earth was done for me because the Braves lost to the Yankees in the World Series. And I, <laughs> I have a firm, firm hatred ever since then. They ruined your Disney vacation. I can tell. <laughs> they ruined my Disney childhood vacation. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's just oh, Empire Strikes Again, man. Yeah. It wasn't me, man. You got you got to blame that on George and Derek Jeter. I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the D backs tomorrow. I'm rooting for the D backs to win it all, just because that side of total left field that nobody would have had the the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. winning the winning the Super Bowl or winning the World Series Super the World yeah, Series this year. Um, and yeah. and I, I wouldn't have uh, even been paying attention to them if it wasn't for Jonathan mentioning them. Yeah, I almost wish I almost and I told this to Scott and Allen, uh, you know, last week. I almost wish I put money up. I was able to put money up for Arizona oh. to at least make a run. I can only imagine what the odds were back in, in train training for Arizona uh, to be a World yeah. Series team. I was about to say that's easily Googled, bro. <laughs> yeah, I almost don't, yeah. Yeah, I I don't, don't want to know because I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> It, it 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 had to be high because everybody was on the Braves, Phillies, yeah. Dodgers, and nobody was on the Diamondbacks. Even the Padres, no, yeah, even the Padres, 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 all, Padres of, all of them, yeah, all of them. yeah. yeah the pa- yeah. the Padres have been kind of uh, you know what I'm saying they they haven't been shit the last few years. They've, they've been pretenders. No, the but, but, so, but everybody was high on them. Arizona was out of the blue when, when Jonathan was mentioning it. So again, I'm but glad the, you did. But the momentum for the Padres, I paid attention to them, so I got to watch some some good baseball because they were fun the, to watch. The momentum for the Padres going into this season was off off the off the charts. Everybody, ninety percent of the people were on the Padres this year to to get in the playoffs. Yeah. And to get to the World Series because what they did in the offseason. 
and it didn't pan out, obviously. Yep. So, nope. Jonathan, I know you guys. Uh, we'll get you hat on here. What's your Thursday night pick? Uh, it is uh, Bills Bucks. Uh, Bills minus eight and a half. Yeah, I don't appreciate Jim taking a shot at how bad the game was, at least in the first half of my Saints and Jags game. And then, you know, we had the we had, we, we had more offensive issues in that game still. So I don't appreciate Jim. It's uh, time. It's, know, it's time to clean house in New Orleans. It's time. Coach, uh, Dennis Allen needs to go. Michael needs to go. I agree. I absolutely agree. I, I 100% agree. I think it's time, you know, fi- the, the, the firing of Pete Carmichael should have already happened right now, and I don't understand. And, yeah, the offense looked better in the second half, but we've done that before. I don't understand why we're still playing the same game over and over and over again. You know, the, the definition of insanity, is, you know, is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And here we are still doing the same thing right now on our offensive side of the ball. But and same with Dennis Allen. At this point, the team is not even his team's. Still, it's still Sean Payton's team, and we're still pretending he's a head coach. So I'm, I'm just about done with Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael and the coaching staff right now. But uh, I'll get back to it. Uh, you know, Bills and and Bucks, you say is the is uh, is uh, the Thursday night matchup. I think Buffalo is going to be pissed off for what happened uh, in New England and and basically being embarrassed at, at that because we were talking. You know, there's so much talk about Bill Belichick going to be, you know, when is he going to be fired? Is he going to resign? Or is he going to, you know, you know, retire? And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure Scott was just as surprised as probably everybody else was that Bill Belichick gets a contract extension on top of it. Oh, and then by the way, in the process of it, they go and beat the Buffalo Bills. So maybe that was a, maybe that was the plan. They, they were whatnot. I don't know. But I think Buffalo is going to be. Bill said we're going to suck until I get an extension, and then they're like, "Here's your extension," and they go out and beat the fucking Bills. We don't suck hey. anymore. Um, um, well, maybe, or or maybe he has more photos of Robert Kraft and and uh, massage parlors. I don't <laughs> know. Massage parlors, yeah, yeah exactly. Kicking it together, hanging out together. Yeah, <laughs> I bet the contract is to be uh, the coach of the Patriots and not the GM of the Patriots, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the yeah. way it's going. I think it yeah, is probably. Yeah. But, but so for what's the spread again for the game? What's the spread? Eight and a half, I think. Eight and a half. Let me double check. Eight, eight and a half. half. Yeah, eight and a half. Minus eight and a half for the Bills. Oh god. Oh god. I'll, I'll, I'll take spread, bro. I'll take the points. I'll take the Bucks. I think the Bills will win, but I'm going to take the I'm going to take the points for the Bucks. Uh, I think the Bills will win. I think it'll be a four. I think they'll win by like four. Uh, Bucks will make it a game at the end, but I just don't think they're going to have enough to do it. I think the Bills still win, but they won't win by eight. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they'll win by four. Hmm. Yeah, your Saints got the the Colts on Sunday. It's a the a one point uh, favorite for the Colts at home, so it looks like a pick them there. Yeah, I mean. You lose to the Colts without Anthony Richardson at quarterback. And I know Gardner Minshew is a decent quarterback, but again, that's what he is, is a decent quarterback. They have good weapons and Michael Pittman and and, and uh, Josh Downs as well. But like this is the easy part of your schedule. And you if you lose this game to now after losing to Jacksonville and Houston, you basically just losing to the entire AFC South. I don't know what else needs to happen for changes to be made because this is too good of a team, too talented of a roster to lose out on a season that you were supposed to be a contender. If you, and again, you have this stretch that you're in. So I, I'm, I, I don't know how many more times we have to beat our uh, beat our head against the wall to expect something to, you know to happen. 
and and that's and we're we're getting nothing. Saints fans, there's so much frustration from Saints fans. I'm seeing it and I'm hearing it from you know guys that I'm back have friends with back home that they're all they're saying the same thing. Like I don't understand why this is going on. Where you know, we have we have Keyshawn Johnson going on you know uh, on TV saying that hey my nephew might be interested in a trade going to the Dallas Cowboys. That you know, and, oh my god I don't want to hear I don't want even entice Allen to even hear that. Uh, but there's there's so many issues right now that has that has to start from the top of the coaching staff and potentially maybe a change at the general manager with Mickey Loomis. And I know you know Mickey's uh, you know done a great job in New Orleans winning the Super Bowl in 2009, but here we are 2023 and we haven't you know I know we had our moments here and there, but we're we're going backwards now. At what point does this franchise say this is unacceptable? We have to get back to go where the direction we were going. We have to get back to being a contender, especially in a division that is so wide open. Still, there's no reason why we should be falling back. So, I, I'm gonna. I, I always. I never want my team to lose. I never. I want my Saints to win, and I'm hoping they do. But if we lose this game, at some point, the question has to be asked: is When this change is going to be made? Not what changes could be made. Is when will they be made? Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Fair enough. So agreed. that was that, that was you were, t- you were taking bucks in the points, right? Just like Jim. Yeah. Yes. And we appreciate you joining us every Monday. Best of luck to you. who you guys first game uh, this week. So uh, we're like I said, we're heading to Mississippi uh, for our, uh, it's our last fall game. Uh, you know, uh, so we're doing like our fall schedule. We uh, so I joined up a little bit late, obviously, but. Uh, we're heading out to Cleveland, Mississippi. It's gonna be a nice five-hour drive on the bus. I, damn it, God, that's another thing. I'm gonna be on a bus going into a baseball game. I'm so I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. Is, if you ask anybody, I'll say this: if you ask anybody, and I was actually talking to some of the kids, and they're sitting there like, "Oh my God, this bus ride's gonna suck." I'm like, guys, if you, I didn't get to do this for a long time. Like, I, I've been away from this part of the game. Jonathan's the only one that's gonna be happy on the damn bus. Yeah. He's singing songs. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> Hey, big ass smile on his face. All the yeah. kids are gonna tell him to shut the hell up. You know, like, like I said, I'm gonna be a kid in the candy store, just like man, this is awesome. This is I, I love that part of it too. Like I say, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get a chance. To, like I said, I'm gonna talk to some of the kids. I'm gonna talk to them a little bit, get to know them more and whatnot. But well, that's the part I miss is the camaraderie on the bus, I, you know, and be able to go to a go to a school or go to on a trip and and be able to say, hey, we're, we're gonna be on a baseball field for you know for a handful of hours and whatnot, and then you know on Thursday. So that's on Thursday. We play on Thursday. And then we turn around. They're like, oh "My God, that, you know, we're going to be like in our uniform still. We're going to be on the bus driving for five hours." I'm like, "Perspective, guys, because there's going to be a point." I, I told them as a second, "There's going to be a point where that's done." And you're sitting back and reflecting, like I'm doing. Like uh, yeah. I was one of the other uh, the other hitting coach that was sitting with me. He's like, "We we're done doing this. Like we don't get to play this game and be on the bus and be with your teammates and be with your friends and go play this game. There's going to be a time when that's done. And you're going to sit back and say, "Man, I wish I." I didn't take it for granted. Right. You know, that's what you kind of, if you, if you look at it and say, oh, this yeah. sucks, this is going to be a long drive. Like, man, that was fun for me. I loved it. I miss it. And then, so I'm like, I'm, I'm excited to be able to do that again. So try to teach them and talk to them a little bit and say, hey, this is, you know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of confused kids on the bus with me. And they're like, why is Coach Jonathan's crazy right now? It's just you know, happy as can be and whatnot. Hell yeah. How do you do this? That was so much fun. <clears throat> Nice. Hey, well, we wish the best of luck to you, Jonathan. Go kick some ass out there on the baseball field uh, yeah, and uh, get, bring home back the W, will you? Go yeah, have always. fun, bro. I appreciate it. Take care, Jonathan. Yeah. Hey, give it up for uh, baseball coach Jonathan Grisham, baby. We'll see you next Monday, Jonathan. Yeah. Best of luck to you. Go kick some ass.
He's been gone. Uh, Johnny, he's why don't gone. you uh, give us our ad read and we'll give our. <laughs> All righty. Uh, we'll give our Thursday night has rapidly risen in popularity. Uh, I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or to get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits. And there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com slash let's talk, you'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sportsbooks have valuable signup offers for new users. And when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offers at each one. When you use multiple sportsbooks, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sportsbook at signupexpert.com slash let's talk. Beautiful. All right, picks, people. All right, let's do our Thursday, Thursday night pick. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you. I think I'm going to go with Grisham and Berenger. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Tampa for this one. I still hate Baker Mayfield, <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to go Tampa for this one. All right, Scott. I'm going to go with the more desperate team, and even though this sounds strange, the more desperate teams, the Buffalo Bills, yeah. at home on a Thursday night. They have to. They have to win Thursday night. If they don't, this, there's going to be a lot of questioning going on in that locker room. So, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Eight and a half. And is a lot of points. It's a lot of points. They can win and still not cover. You're going to lay the eight and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give the eight and a half points. Yeah. I, I just think that the Buffalo Bills will show up and will play a complete game on Thursday night because. The last time you saw them on the field, they only played one really one good quarter, and that was the fourth quarter on offense. So I'll take the Bills minus the eight and a half. Wow. I was going to take the Bills. Johnny. But I, I, yeah, I was leaning towards the Bills, but eight and a half. Is oh, oh, Osborne just couldn't come down with that. Good, thank God. He's, he's racking up too many damn freaking points for my fantasy league tonight. Um <laughs> I just eight and a half is a lot. The Bills are still still shorthanded on the defensive side of the ball with some of those injuries. I know the Bucks just shit the bed against Atlanta at home, but I think Todd Bowles is going to try to figure out something to kind of at least slow down Josh Allen and company to where they're not going to win the game, but they can keep it close. So I'm going to take the Bucks and the points. You gonna, yeah. you gonna have Scott? You gonna have Scott ride it solo, or are you riding with him? I'm on. I, I just eight and a half is too damn much. And uh, we much. started. I started this episode by talking about the fraudulent Dolphins, and there may not be another fraudulent team more than the damn Buffalo Bills. So um, I'm gonna. If you're giving me eight and a half points, that's just too much. That what makes us think in the last month. That we've seen the Bills play, that they can they can put up uh, you know eight and a half to cover the eight and a half. So uh, give me the Bucks with the points at plus eight and a half. Uh, I'm riding with Baker and the boys on Thursday for with plus eight and a half. Did Tanner send anything in? No, no, nah, we'll get we'll get his. Pick. And we can get. His uh, we'll go ahead and get our final thoughts. Sam, we'll start. We'll, we'll go back to you for our final thoughts before we get up out of here. 
I think there is a saying amongst the Marines that to embrace the suck, right? Things suck in your life. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> but right, that's what the, you, uh, you said something about the Marines. Though. I was about to well, say you said yeah, something about I, the Marines. Sorry, bro. The, all I heard was burp, like it cut off halfway through, and I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hoorah. No, yeah. Uh, hoorah, right? Uh, your football team sucks. You come into difficulties <laughs> and whatnot. You know, you, there are a lot of things that suck in your life. That's just how it is. Uh, and you can either whine about it or you can try to do something about it. Or, you know, or as you can the burn the bitch to the ground, Sam. Let's burn it to yeah, the fucking burn ground. It. Everybody. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. This is where Nick and I got, get along because we both said before the season we wanted to burn it down, and we are going to burn it down, baby. We didn't start the fire, burn but boy, bitch to the ground. Did. Yeah, burn it down. But anyway, the whole point of that is embrace the suck, move on, stop whining. I don't want, I'm not embracing the suck. I'm embrace. not embracing the suck. You, you got to, but no. you will eventually. Nope, I'm not embracing. We I, we fucking suck, but I'm not going to be embracing. Be like, I'm proud that we fucking suck. No, we fucking. No, suck. I'm not embracing no. the suck. Is not you're proud of it. Embracing the suck is understanding it. It's understanding. Oh, I understand. We fucking suck. Yes, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, that, I'm not. That, there's no denial here. I'm, I'm not, not in sitting denial. here. I'm not sitting here happy that Kevin Byard's off my team. Nobody would be. So you know, that's just all part of it. I love how McCaffrey was questionable in this game. He's played all 44 snaps. Right. I know. I know. Right. They made it sound like he was in dire straits. You know what I mean? Like snap yeah. count and all this stuff. And now look at him. Look he, at him. He went from no he went now. from Wednesday, he's definitely he's probably not playing to all of a sudden on Saturday and Sunday to oh, he's in. He's definitely in. I wonder if the doctor says, like, hey, man, you can go, but, like, if you get hit. <laughs> you sleep in one of these hyper hyperbaric chambers. You know what I mean? They're modern medicine these I days. Mean, that, you know that, what I mean? That's hard, that's hard to do at the running back position to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? You can play just try not to get hit. But, no, it, but if yeah. you notice a lot of <laughs> I mean, the stuff he's doing, is mean, I, I, hear, more I, I hear what you're saying, but that that's just. The 49ers just try to do their own. Push, push, and it fucking yeah. just did not work. You know, credit to Philadelphia, because that Philly tush push thing, the brotherly shove, whatever the fuck you want to call it, a lot of See, teams. That, that, that was just a, that was just a regular quarterback sneak. They just showed it from the top from the top view. Yeah, so it wasn't but like was Philadelphia saying. does, where they actually they actually line up two guys right behind him. To just immediately yeah, push, push his ass. But I'm just saying, let, me just, let me just tell you something. No, I'm ahead of you guys. But San Francisco was getting San Francisco was getting exposed tonight and last yeah. week too. Yeah. They, they don't are. have a quarterback. Brock Purdy's not. They just got the first down, Scott. No, yeah, but he, 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 he he's ahead of us. That's why he's saying. That's why he's saying. He just just wait. What happens after the first half? Throws an interception. Scott, Scott is just shitting on everybody. It's like everybody. He sounds like Tanner. What? He's the deal. He's done. Brock Purdy is done. He's lost two games in his whole career. He's done. Johnny, I wouldn't say that normally, but you go into (laughs) Cleveland and play a backup quarterback, 
and you they can't do, do anything on offense. Right. To me, it's defense. their defense. Their defense hasn't looked great no, either. It, I it, mean, especially bro, this McCaffrey, one. McCaffrey, McCaffrey has done everything team. for them, bro. McCaffrey has a team that went to Chicago last week and could not move the ball on the Bears and uh, could not do anything. Oh, my God. Jesus, he did throw. Who the fuck was he uh, throwing that to? And and you haven't been able verbal. to move the ball right. at all. To, you haven't been able to do anything on offense tonight. Christian McCaffrey's it. Other than that, that's it. Did Dig. Philadelphia's the best team in the <laughs> NFC right now. Philadelphia Detroit could be the <laughs> NFC title game. I don't think San Francisco uh, is going to the title Detroit game. Sucks. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about Detroit. Detroit. Philly. Philly. I mean, I'm, I'm... San Francisco ain't holding themselves in high regard right now. No. Who Not the fuck was Brian uh, throwing that team? I have no fucking clue. I told you the guy Unless he expected Jennings to go more of a post. I don't know. And he, and he just he gave up on the route, too. And he overshot by 10 yards. Jennings kind of gave up on the route, too. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is a perfect example of a, a quarterback that needs Boy. to be ahead of a in a game and not behind because he can't come back and win yeah. the game for you. He can only well, we'll see. I have a chance. Here that's what's happening tonight. If they can hold them to, uh, you know, not a field goal. Well, even if they have them to a field goal. I mean, if Minnesota gets a couple of first downs, that's it. No, they, they just got one. Illegal contact. They just got one on a penalty. Yep. Yeah. They just uh, got one on a penalty. You guys are ahead of me. You guys must be a play ahead of me. Yeah, they're way ahead. Remember last night? That's why last night I was like, ahead of, We're one <laughs> step ahead of you, Nick. Just always one step uh, ahead, you know. Hey, uh, oh, by the way. Any hey, final thoughts you. other than Brock Purdy sucks at quarterback? Back. The Rangers. Yeah, thanks for the news to Alan. Thanks to the, the uh, Twitter feed, Alan Perales, for, for updating every time the Rangers do something and when the Astros do something, there's nothing to be found. So, so thanks, Alan, for the Rangers update. We we greatly appreciate it. We know these the refs are, Yeah, these refs a, are horrendous. Yeah, uh, one game, the first one play I watched the 49ers mugger. A receiver, and they didn't call pass interference this time. Ward just puts his hey, hands. I, I, don't, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear complaining about. Oh, okay, never bad mind. Bad that was egregious. He did shove him. Bad everywhere. He did shove him. That was egregious. Um, yeah this this week this week in the NFL has been been suck ass this week. It was terrible. Oh yeah, ask the ask know. the Colts. You know, Johnny, that's who has a fucking gripe is the Colts. I don't want to hear about your bullshit fucking fraudulent <laughs> Dolphins. The Colts have a, a real gripe of the refs. Uh, so, Mr. Fraud, yeah, do you I have know, any final I know thoughts? You're upset at me for giving you all the positive dang. thoughts about the Packers. You're saying my bad. Listen, the only you gave me teams. positive thoughts about the Packers. And then turn and resold it to me on the Dolphins. I bought twice on your horrible fucking advice. The only, two, the only two teams, the only two teams that are not frauds anymore are the Kansas City Chiefs, who were never frauds, and the New England Patriots, who smoked the Buffalo Bills yesterday. So <laughs> they're fucking frauds, anymore. too. <laughs> they're fucking frauds, bro. I'm. This was a this was a bad. I'm glad that a lot of us agreed on a lot of these games this week. We 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 suck I ass. Got, I games. got I got three wins oh, yeah. total, bro. Three I did, wins. Two, two wins total because I'm not winning. I'm not winning this one. Nope. Two no, or three wins. Three that's wins. About as, that's about as good as as it's gotten for us all of us right. this week. Oh, 
The Vikings uh, well, offense. Is I, I feel offense. a lot better then because this was this was a bad week. The, the Vikings offense is, is terrible. Throw it, throw it three yards past the line of scrimmage and hope it, the it's like the they want anybody. It's it's like what? they want anybody that catches the ball to get instantly destroyed. Like that's yes. how the Vikings offense is. Well, no, well, that's that's Kirk Cousins. Kirk doesn't yeah. know how to protect his receivers, bro. He just throwing it to them and hoping he catches the ball. And they're just Kirk. Kurt lives by the expression, if he dies, he dies. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the offense is if they're not as, as, long as, as long as, as I get my guaranteed dies. money, yeah. I don't care about yeah. these receivers. Their offense is if they're not running the ball, throw it three, two or three yards past the line of scrimmage and hope the receiver makes a play. Jordan to, Addison's to had himself a game. 49ers oh, defense no. is getting banged up. Uh, Fred Warner. Yeah. McDonald's had bro, just went out Green, earlier too. Green, yeah, and Greenlaw too, bro. Or Greenlaw, yeah, came back Did he come back in? Okay, I was, don't in. tell me they, they lost both their linebackers. That like that would be a blow for San Francisco yeah. if they lose both. Yeah. Linebackers, bro. Fred Warner might be the best linebacker in the league. Uh, no doubt, John. You got any no final doubt. thoughts here other than the Dolphins aren't uh, frogs? No, not frogs. Ribbit, ribbit. No, no, they're not, man. Another, another, another good, good show tonight. Uh, had a lot of fun being able to get all of my frustration out uh, earlier today on uh, on the, the Aqua and Orange Insight Show with my boy, me and Alex, um, <clears throat> on Let's Talk Sports. Every Monday, we talk all things Miami Dolphins, so we we were able to get our 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 gripes and our frustration out on that show. There, we also touched on. I didn't get to mention it with you guys. The whole, you know. Hard rock in season or hard knocks in season shit that they're making the Dolphins. Oh game. yeah, I am not a big fan of that at all. Um, when's that start? Yard. When's that start? When's, uh, when's right that start? right after the right after the Germany game? Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm not I'm not really big on that. Uh, it's a young team with a young coach, so I don't think they need any extra distraction. But um, it is what it is. Apparently, they they kind of got forced to to do it. Um, uh, I would not put it past our knucklehead owner to have insisted that it, that it be his team to to be on this shit. Um, but no, man, a good, a good night. Um, not not a good day, a good weekend as far as making picks. Uh, but had a lot of fun with all the shows. Another fun night tonight talking to Jim. Shout out to Jim Barringer. That was a lot of fun. Jonathan Grishman, I'm sorry that my Yankees broke your nine-year-old heart. Um, but you know what I'm saying? We, we still cool, bro. We still cool. Um and now, nah, man, just having a lot of fun. Looking forward to um, you know, me and Scott are still trying to work on, on an AFC East roundtable show. Um, you know, say we're, we're working on, on putting it together. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it together before uh, before week 17 um, so that we can actually talk about it for more than a week or two. Uh, but I'm going to reach out to Matt Larison. Shout out to Matt Larison. So that way, at least we got three out of the four uh, for now until we can find somebody that actually wants to talk about the Jets uh, to join us. But. Uh, we'll figure that out, but we'll reach be back to, on Thursday. Reach out to Italy Jet. Italy Jet. Uh, I'll holler at him. He, he, you know, say hopefully he ain't too big time for people. Uh, but I, I'll holler at Italy Jet. Shout out to Italy Jet. Good dude. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've reached out to a couple people, so I'm waiting to see uh, who's going to be able to get down and try to try to nail down a good day that'll work for all of us, Scott. So I'll, I'll talk to you about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, Thursday another another fun episode since he didn't mention it himself. Uh, Thursday, another episode of the Scott Cove Show with uh, with all your DFS action. Uh, okay. <laughs> these guys, I'm just, these guys are so distracted by watching sports on a Monday night. 
we, we, we may want to have to move the Monday Night Show. To, you got everybody just watching TV while I'm the just, show's going I'm just, on. I've been having a lot of fun. Looking forward to the next show. Thursday we'll have the rest of our picks, and hopefully I don't. Hopefully I win more than three games next week. Yeah, um, quick. Uh, so I had it right on the UFC card. I didn't mention that yesterday. Uh, show uh, Islam wins by pretty much a head kick, fucking Volk's head off, and ground and pound. I had that, and uh, Hamzat wins a close fight against Kamal Usman, uh, which I had that. So had both those wins. Um, so there's that. Uh, quick uh, note here uh, to shout out to Jeff, Jeff the Jet Passing. I tweeted out this on December 21st, 2019, the Texas Rangers paid a, uh, a sum of cash to the Cardinals for the rights for a 20 to a 26 year old outfielder with 17 major league at bats. His name was Adaldus Garcia uh, in the ALC that that uh, little bit of money they spent uh, paid off for the Rangers as Garcia hit 357. Uh, his line was 357, 400, 893 with five home runs and 15 RBIs. I think the Rangers uh, spent the right kind of money as they punched their ticket to their world, first World Series since uh, they played the Cardinals in what, 09 or 2008 so or 2008. The, game, the game's over? Ah, I mean, it's a five. 11 to 2. It's 11 yeah, to 11. I mean, what, what inning it's is over. it? I don't know. It's like so the game's game. fucking. Yes, because Houston they're like fucking cockroaches, bro. So until the game is over, I'm not counting. I'm not counting them out, bro. So I'll I'll start. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait the couple extra innings to start talking shit to our just fans people uh, about the Houston Astros. So. Looking forward to it, man. We won't have three. We won't have any one series winner. Eleven to three. Bottom of the eighth. Two outs. So. 49ers got to hold the Vikings here to a, a field goal or get a turnover. Kirk Cousins' uh, Vikings, interceptions usually happen. The Vikings the just over. went for it on fourth down and got it. Addison yeah. got another. Oh, yeah, the, game's game. over. the game's yeah. over, bro. Game's over. Yeah. San Francisco probably ain't driving him down the field for a, for a dying touchdown. He ain't doing yeah. it. Yeah, you never so, know. So, so now, now there's only there's only two teams in the NFL that are six and one. One loss. And, it, yeah, and it's the two, the two Super Bowl you know, yep. teams from last season, Kansas City and and Philly. Uh, there's a few five and twos, obviously, but yeah, man. You know, say it's been it's, well, it's been third. Good, I got third down first. right now. Is it third down, Scott? Are you yeah. are they they're already? At the, they're at the two down. minute. They're at the two minute warning. San Francisco yeah, has no down. timeouts, so third they'll down. have a minute yeah. left. With, minute left with no timeouts to, to have to drive probably seventy five yards to score a touchdown. Yeah, anything possible. Possible. Like, that ain't happening. Oh, so there's anything. still a minute left, man. You made it seem like the game was over, bro. There'll, there'll be about saying? minute. There'll be about minute left, but now, 30 now, now Houston's gonna score like seven, eight runs in a half inning. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, I'm just we'll kidding. be back. I'm just kidding, Alan. Uh, We're about to see a bunch, hey. of, a bunch of comments from Alan. This is trip. First, hey, now. First hour, the first hour Thursday. Let's do our NBA uh, uh, pre preview uh, power ranking. Oh hell yes! Yeah, NBA top ten power rankings. The first hour Thursday night. Yeah, NBA starts tomorrow. We'll do our we'll do our NBA preseason power rankings tomorrow night. number four Thursday night. Thursday night. Sounds so, like a plan, bro. That sounds yeah, good. first hour. Then the second hour, we'll make all the picks uh, for Charlotte weeks. Charlotte's on number eight. five. Week eight? What? Week eight? Jesus. We're already halfway through the yeah. NFL. Week eight. Week eight already, bro. Yeah. Oklahoma City, yeah. number Be nine. Friend, tell a friend, folks. Like, subscribe, share. Memphis, we'll see you then. 10.
Daddy, hit that outro. Peace out. One life better pop off. What do you like? Make a dream job. No nine five, no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. Look the other way. What I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stained from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains. Go free me. People like sheep move feet. Heard it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me. Better stay tall, ready for a fight. Believe me. They try to change, you can say no